You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Hello and welcome to another Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix podcast. This is episode number 27 of series 2 coming to you on the 7th of February 2020. I'm Dave Deacon and this is my co-host... We are taking over your airwaves in 3, 2, 1, 1, 1, 1. Come in, Rappo. Good evening, Deeks. How are you, mate? Oh, good evening instead of good afternoon. Yeah, it's getting dark, mate. It's a nice big moon up there, mate. Nice big moon. <laughs> right, OK. So, well, Rach is standing at the top of the stairs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, I got the door shut. She didn't hear me, mate. No, I think you'll be in the doghouse again if you're not careful. I would, mate. <laughs> yeah, lovely big bright moon there, mate, looking... I'm in the office today, Dave. I'm at the other side of the egg, so oh. I'm not looking out the patio doors today. Right. right. No, no geese yeah. flying across or anything no. like that? <laughs> no, no geese today, though. Right, OK. All right. Well, how's the week been for you? Yeah, all right, Dave. Still uh, work, mate. Yeah, still. It's, it's worked out all wrong, mate. You know, the, the work pattern at the minute, so not all work and no play. I wanted to go to the county game, Dave. I was, I was a bit jealous reading your tweets, mate. And um, I predicted 4-1 as well, mate, so I'm quite chuffed for that. Oh, Good win by the sounds of it, mate. Well, it was 3-0 after 15 minutes. I thought it was going to be yeah. an absolute annihilation, but it, uh, it didn't quite work out like that for some reason. But, uh, yeah, uh, started a bit, yeah. um, you know, back of Yoko, there was a bit of footwork he did there once. I, I got double vision. I just, you know, yeah. it went all blurred. You know, I don't know what the left back must have been feeling like, but uh, yeah, he was quick feet, as they say. Yeah, yeah, nice to see, mate. Your quick feet, mate, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, what have we got on this week? We have got well, we've got cup football is fairly high on the agenda, as you can imagine, uh, because yeah. it's senior cup final. Uh, no, it's not senior cup final. It's senior cup quarter final day on Saturday, but. Before that, we speak to a superior league player at Hale who's played with, well, the best clubs over the years. And, of course, we have our regular look around the leagues and predictions. So that's all to come. First of all, though, have we got any tidbits? Yeah. <laughs> um, I've kept it a bit shorter this week, Dave, covering, uh, just covering attendances, I thought, mate. Oh, and, uh, and any yeah. Yeah, I'll have a look at that. And any teams in the county with the least amount of points dropped, I thought, mate, in the various leagues. I thought, 18 in the county with the least number of points dropped. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Out of the 88 teams in the country, mm, right. with their, with yeah, with their average gate of 429, mate. Average right. gate. Right, that's pretty good, yeah. then, really, isn't it? Yeah, in the top third, Dave. I thought that's that's you know all think you know Cornish football fans getting yeah. behind the 
the sort of highest ranked team. Okay, that's good, mate. And well, incidentally, the top team in that in the step for a step three level, they was FC United, mate of Manchester, obviously. Oh, right. You know, yeah, they're, they're on one thousand six hundred and eleven average get your season, and just behind them, actually, Dave, second. Um, was was Geordie O'Neill's old teammate Seth Shields? I was going to ask um, where they were. Right, yeah, yeah. Second day, yeah, they're yeah they're obviously a you know ambitious club, aren't they? And and they they're getting an average gate of one thousand four hundred eighty nine up up there. So Pretty yeah, doing well. Yeah, bottom day. Who do you think's bottom of that level? There's Step a question three. for you. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're in they're in Toro's league. <clears throat> oh. um... Oh, it's uh, Black, um, yeah. Black, Blackfield, Black, Langley. Blackfield and Langley. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah they have yeah. absolutely pathetic attendances, don't they? What about fifty? Yeah. yeah, they have had that, mate. I mean, <laughs> their average. Well, they they can muster up ninety nine, mate, as an average. Uh, okay, yeah. So it's, yeah, that level, mate, is not not great, is it? So yeah. so well done to City. Keep supporting. Mm-hmm. It's important to me, and I thought I'd have a little look with that, mate. At our sort of step six, you know, Southwest Peninsula League, mate. Thought I'd have a look at the attendances there, and and in the the, the total, mate. I mean, I've got to thank Phil for this, mate, because I because I have a look on his his website, mate, mm-hmm. <laughs> so for, for most of this info. But but um, the total amount of supporters, mate, that's watched games in the East this season in the East Division, mate, is seventeen thousand two hundred and twenty-eight. Giving it an average crowd of seventy six per game. Right. But uh, but the West, mate, as you would expect, is obviously beating that with uh, twenty three thousand four hundred and sixty, with right. an average gate of a hundred and five per game. So yeah, yeah. So West, I mean, some big old clubs in the West, though, don't they? You know, tr- you know, obviously. Yeah, and obviously, well, oh, of course, the, I was thinking of the, the recent Falmouth one, but that was in the League Cup, wasn't it? So that wouldn't count. But, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's um, actually, funny enough, in my magazine that is due out any day now, um, yeah. I've got the attendances for the peninsula, the clubs that are in the peninsula at the moment, for the last five years to see what the trend oh, yeah. is. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, most of them are on the way up over the last couple of seasons. There's obviously, you know, slight couple that are down, depending on whether they've won the league or or been successful, because let's face it, you know, if you're successful, the the attendances become higher, don't they? So, um, yeah, yeah, because Sinolster, I think, is down this season on previous seasons, if I remember rightly. So, um, Still a very yeah. good figure, but it is down on their previous figures. So uh, yeah, I was going to mention them actually, Dave. I was going to well in the East, Dave. The the, the top sort of teams mate, are, are Holesworthy on a hundred and six average, mm. which I thought was nice. I like. I got a little soft spot for Holesworthy, Dave. I've, I've had some good days up for the old Upcock Field, mate. <laughs> Not everyone's cup of tea, mate, is it? But mm. I always seem to. I've had a few fives up there, mate. <laughs> so I've, yeah, I think I was really, mate, in a team I've scored like the most goals against, actually, mate, in the old sort of southwestern. I think it was like 30, 36, wasn't it, mate, in the old career? But I'd have to check. But, but yeah, I like, I like the people at Wales, really, mate, and obviously like the defenders. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, Ilfracoon were top in the east, so they've 132. Mm-hmm. They're, they're top of the league, aren't they, at the minute, yeah. like you were saying. So, you know, if you've got a successful team, people do 
come out and watch it, mate, don't they? And our Cornish teams, mate, in the East, um, to a point, mate, 99, and Millbrook, 83 averages. So, mm. not bad, mate. Not yeah. bad. And in the West, Dave, as you mentioned, St. Austell, um still on 204 average a game, mate. Obviously not quite as good as they were. I think he's up sort of 270, 80, weren't they, in their A day, weren't mm. they, sort of 300. But, um, and obviously, with the famous F troop, mate, back in business, um, former third top in the West, mate, with a 223 average game. And I think others worth a mention, really, mate, are probably Alston on a hundred and 54 and Salt Ash on 134. Mm. So, some good averages there, mate. Yeah. And of course, <coughs> so the big games still to come. So, uh, you know, those averages yeah. will creep up slightly, <coughs> won't they? So, well, let's hope yeah. they will anyway. So, what's, the, what's talking, the biggest gate you've played in front of? Well, I think the, well, pre season oh, friendly. Day. Yeah, the old Boxing Day game. So, I think for, for we had 7,000, mate, for that Villa friendly for Falmouth that time. Oh, I thought you were going to say 7,000 for Truro against Falmouth, for a moment. Seven... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the old Boxing Day games. A couple of them got put back, mate, because of the crowd, you know. Get, you know, a couple, uh, you know, we had like a couple of 11 o'clocks, you know, back in yeah. the day, do you remember? Yeah. Then, but I think one of them got put back to 11.45, one year, mate. You know, the crowd was up around the corner at Bickland. <laughs> I think there was some... Um, you know, sort of 1,500 coming on to... Well, you know, it was a hell of a crowd back then. So, but um, I think that was early 90s, mate, that one. But So the but, Villa so, game was a pre-season friendly, was it? Yeah, yeah. they just beat Man United, mate, in the League Cup final. Um, you know, the season before, last game of the season, they beat United 3-1. And then and then we played them in a pre-season friendly, mate, and they beat us 3-1. <laughs> so we did as well as United, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way I'm looking at it, mate. Yeah. But... But they had a hell of a side, Dave, you know, Dwight York and, you know, um, Townsend and, 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 well, Daly and Atkinson, you know, yeah. bless his, uh, bless his song, mate. And yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, I remember Andy Paul, mate, he left that, you know, not many got the better at Pori for a pace like, like Dave, but, but that day, mate, you know, Dwight York, crikey, you know, he's unbelievable. He was leaving Pori for dead, mate, you know, it was, <laughs> Well, the Southwest Premier uh, Peninsula League East, they um, 
it seems a lot more open with everyone dropping stacks of points. I mean, so I didn't think anyone was worth a mention in that league, really. But <laughs> but in 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 St. Piran, Dave, I mean, East, you got well two teams, mate. You know, some Austral reserves, mate, played 19, 49 points. So they've only dropped eight. And in the West, Penryn have done even better than St. Austral, mate. Played a couple of games less, but they've got 44 points from 17 games. So they've only dropped seven points. Mm-hmm. Um, in the yeah East Cornwall Premier League, the standouts there, mate. Nent Gould um, played 15, 40 points, so they've dropped five. Obviously, Johnson Clear took three points off and made them they earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, and in the combo, they've the sort of outstanding teams. Pendine, uh, they've played 17, got 45 points. They've actually got 48, Dave, um, because they they got three points given to them. <laughs> so, yeah. So they've actually dropped six points, but you know if you yeah. look at the points they've got given, they've only they've only dropped three. So, but uh, and then the lower sort of leagues, Dave, junior football, give them a match. Metrolink Premier, you know, Almonds um, played sixteen, make forty-three points. So they've only dropped five with one draw, one defeat. But the defeat um, recently against Remarstone, they mm. won it in the, the big game. You know, in the championship, Dave, Ari's teammate. You know, Ari had a. Nice interview with you last week, mate. Quite a few people said about your interview with Harry Day. Right. I've got to mention. Enjoyed yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, they played 15, got 40 points. So, I mean, you know, they're doing well as well, mate. They've only dropped, well, I mean, they've had three points deducted as well, actually, Dave. So, <laughs> so a little bit different. So, yeah. They've, and two defeats for four lane, mate. Played 16, 42 points. They've only dropped the six points. And in Division 2, Dave, a resurgent chase water, mate, deserve a mention, I think. 14 games, um, 37 points, mate. So they've only dropped five points since, uh, you know, good to see chase water back after reforming, mm-hmm. you know, with, with Nigel and that, mate. And, and I think Dutchie, mate, obviously Nampy and, you know, 11 games, 30 points, Dave. So, you know, that's only three points dropped. Mm-hmm. And, and Bude Reserves, mate, they, they're 100%, but they've only played seven games. So they've got 21 points from seven games. So no points dropped, but there are a few games behind Nampy and, mate. And last but not least, mate, Division 3, Lumsden Colin Major. Nine games, twenty-five points. And the only two points they've dropped was from a from a draw. And St Dominic, mate, seven games, twenty-one points, hundred percent record as well. Right. Yeah, similar to Bubi serves, mate. So they haven't dropped any points. But so well done to all those teams uh, with records like that. They've going into yeah. February. Well, I thought I'd keep the old tip bits a bit shorter this week, mate, because we've gone on about um, yeah. names and. I mean, Ben did get hold of us this week, mate, didn't he? Actually, yeah. Perhaps we'll perhaps we'll keep the names thing over till next week, uh, yeah. because we have heard from a couple of people, uh, and I have to say thank you to everyone who yeah. you know who who uh, are getting in touch with us. We've heard from a, a few people about this biggest name in Cornish football. Um, we, we've got one that we've sort of discarded, uh, but we've got a new one, which, well, it, it's going to the panel, isn't it? We, we've got a, yeah. we've made an inquiry to see whether it's going to be any good or not. So, But we'll, we'll hold those over to next week, I think, Rapid. Yeah. All right. yeah, I think so. Yeah. Great. Okay. okay, and so yeah, and those that did get in touch with us, um, yeah, they contacted me via my email address, Dave Deacon at CornishSoccer.info. But uh, also a reminder, you can contact us on Twitter, 
and that's at Soccer Podcast, all one word, of course. And uh, well, you've probably got our phone number somewhere, I'm sure. So um, you can always text us, and you might even want to speak to us. So you can actually <laughs> leave a message on the anchor on yeah. the anchor app if you want to. You can, Dave. I did that. I did that to you once, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yes. I left my elephant man on there, mate. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you got any kids? You want to hear it? I, I love you, Eddie. Sorry, mate. I'm for you then. How is it? Yeah, I was just seeing if it worked, mate. But. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Sorry. Yeah, I, I I thought you were in in work. You'd been in the drugs cabinet or something in the hospital. To be honest, <laughs> they wouldn't let me near that, mate. <laughs> they don't need it. So. No. <laughs> Online all the time. Right. Yeah, so let's you. start our interview, shall we, for the week? Yes, yeah, so. yeah, it's our true city man, Cam Weldon. Now, I spoke to Cam at the end of the Cornwall match on Tuesday, which is why you might be able to pick up the helicopter going over above us. And then, <laughs> at the very end of it, the music started up on the tannoy system. So, let's hear, anyway, what Cam thought about last Saturday's win at home to Farnborough. Yeah, Dave, it was a very... Um... <sighs> I think it was a frustrating afternoon for Truro overall. It was one of those games where it was an ugly win, as we should say. It was not pretty. Um, not one of those games you'll look back on and think, oh, wow, what a game of football. But um, as I said, you got, they got the job done in the end. 2-1 win. Uh, an awful, awful goal to concede from Truro's point of view um, for the first one. Uh, Bit of a defensive error, I think, would be right in saying. Yeah, uh, I'll probably leave it for the highlights to describe it, really. But um, and Bio Harlan and Bio didn't really look where he's passing, and one of those passes that played it back. And uh, again, I, I w- you, always, you said to me earlier, I always mentioned his name, James Hammond. I don't think he could have done anything about it. But um, uh, back pass that sort of sold him short a little bit. But I said one of down at half time, and you're thinking, Truro is still in the game. They still probably had the better chances in the game, but um, they were struggling to really. Well, get 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 a foothold in the game, like get the goal and have a couple of shots. But second half they came out with much diff- different team. Um, Watton obviously said something at them, and uh, but they've obviously spoken about it and they came out and got the goals. Tyler Harvey, fantastic free kick. Uh, you really don't stop them. Just what yeah. bit. Actually, I've seen that on video and it looked weird in the sense it went around the wall but across the keeper. So yeah. was it the keeper's fault or was it a good free kick? I just think, for my part, I just think it's a world-class free kick. The way the, the way he's got the ability to curl it round the wall and then round the kick. Like you could say, the keeper perhaps could do better, but it's such it's such a hard angle for Harvey to, to the fact he's curled it round the wall and in. It's just I mean it's remar- I think it's a fantastic finish, but um, the keeper probably be a li- little disappointed the way it went in. But a goal's a goal, and Harvey's 14th goal of the season, so he's scoring goals. And, and then obviously the other second goal was uh, Harvey again, heart part well major heart part of it, and uh, his. Sh- shot cut inside keeper managed to, to deflect it and um, parried it out and Will Swan on loan from Knott's Forest has done what he's done ever since he's come in and scored goals in the first react strikers finish and fantastic goal and 2-1 and that was really it really and well, I'll say that was it and Ed Palmer managed to himself uh, his uh, red card which uh, you're always going to get one red card from Ed Palmer in a season at least so uh, there's his uh, red card for Truro this season but um, hopefully not too many of uh, not not too many of them for Ed I know he's very apologetic and stuff but it's one of those things isn't it it's a red card but it's only a one match ban so I was going to say was it two yellows because um, Again, I've, I've seen it on, on the video, and I'm not sure whether it was for arguing with the referee or whether it's the tackle or what. 
from what I from what I gathered, I think it was just a, a yellow and then a red, a straight red, which I thought was a bit bizarre because like, I didn't. I'm pretty certain he didn't get a yellow in the first half. I might be wrong, but. Um, I'm guessing it was for the tackle. He got a yellow for that, and I think the referee was going to give him just. I think he kicked the ball away. I think the referee was going to give him a yellow and just didn't bother and just give him a red. So it is only a one-match ban, which is well, good for Truro's sake. But um, yeah, it's one of those games, and three points is all that matters in the end of it. It was an ugly game. We're not going to remember it. It's not going to be one that think, oh yeah, what a game at the end of the season. But uh, a big three points nonetheless, and you can't ask for anything more than that. Yeah, good three points, and uh, so now we move on to who is it on Saturday? Well, it's a, another, we're back on the road again, tough fixture. It's a Gosport Borough, start of first of three away games. So um, it's going to be a tough few weeks for Truro. And Gosport are a very good side. They proved that when they came to us in uh, September time. I think it took us 98 minutes to find a, find a breakthrough in that game. which And it was only a 1-0 win. So it goes to show it was one of those uh, fixtures they were very compacted side good good solid team and um, it's not going to be an easy fixture for us whatsoever. But again, it's one of those ones we've got to look at and think, um, it's going to be a tough place to go but it's not for tourist standards it's not that far a journey like I don't know, other teams will laugh at that but for our, for our it's no, nowhere in London so uh, it's a, not that far a trip for us um, only a couple of hours from Exeter with the players so not too bad but um, yeah hopefully we can go on and it's going to be a tough fixture but three points is what we need and that's simple as that really and do we know yet about uh, Will Swan? Um, not as we're speaking on a Tuesday evening we don't at the moment um, I've been told obviously it's, bet- it's between really what it's not up to him I don't think it's uh, I've heard different sources saying it might be up to him but I don't think it is I think it's up to Notts Forest and um, not- oh, sorry, Nottingham Forest and uh, <laughs> um, yeah but Nottingham Forest but his original loan I think it was for a month and obviously he signed on the 4th so um, uh, let's see it's not been decided yet but should be we should find out before the weekend's fixture if he's not around, what would be the uh, the obvious alternative? Well, I can play up front, Dave, but no, <laughs> no, we're not that desperate. Um, uh, trying to, I'm just trying to find a phrase to describe that comment you just made, but no, no, I'm finding it difficult. <laughs> no, um, like it's one of those ones. That there's, there's not going to be a striker. Um, I said we got we got such a vast midfield options. They could you could play Dan Rooney up there maybe. Um, but as I said, we've had problems like this before where Luke Jeffcott um, went back on his loan at Argyle and Swan came in within 24 hours. So I'm Truro in fairness to them. They did it with the manager, obviously, when Wilkinson left, Watton came in within 24 hours. So Truro have been very, very swift with their actions this season so far. So, um, yeah, hopefully if, if worse comes to worse and Swan can't stay or there's different scenarios, like I'm confident Truro will get a player in. Whether from a league club or local club, whatever, so whoever they can get in, really. Okay, well, the music's come on nicely to end this interview with. It's quite uh, trendy, isn't it? It's quite a trendy tune, Dave. It's uh, quite a nice, uh, bit cold, but it's quite a nice, nice little song, this. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Well, the good news, Rappo, well, even better news, because Truro are doing well, is that Truro have announced, since I spoke to Cam, they've announced that the loney Will Swan is staying for a little longer. So that's great news, isn't it? It is, yeah. Great news, Deke, that, actually. Very good news, mate. He's, I make it six goals in five games, mate. So yeah, speaks for itself, Deke, doesn't it, really? That sort of form and... And you know, good experience for a te- on, on, on you know from his point of view as well. Good experience for a, a teenage striker, mate, banging in goals like that at step three level as well. Dave. So yeah. you know, good for City and for the lad. But um, yeah, we don't know, said, we don't know how long he's going to stay. It didn't sort of no. quote it in the news um, release, but at least he's here for a bit longer anyway. So uh, 
Yeah, that is good. Someone said they they saw you and Cam dancing at the end there. I don't know if it's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> under the lights. I had to calm him down. He's only a young lad. He thought he was at a disco or something like that. I think. Yeah, true, mate. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you what, mate. Um, Agree what you said, mate. You and Tyler chatting there, mate. Fourteen for Tyler, mate, isn't it? So, uh, but I think he owes. I think he owes the keeper a pint on that one, Dave. Doesn't he? What, have you seen it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. When you and Cam was talking about it, I, I did flip the highlights on, mate, and and have a look for myself. And yeah, I totally agree with you, mate. I, I, I don't know what the keeper is doing, mate. Do you? It goes it around the wall. Yeah, but and into the other, but across the face of the keeper, into the other side yeah. of the goal, and. Well, it was a bit of a it's weird odd. one, actually. Anyone who gets a chance to, to have a quick look at it, it's, yeah. um, it was, um, uh, yeah, Tom Heap, actually, wasn't it, who, who, who filmed it. Um, he's on Facebook, yeah. and uh, uh, Tom that was on the on the podcast yeah. uh, a few weeks ago, Top wasn't it? Top Hat Productions. Top Hat Productions, that's right. So, yeah. Yeah. But it, it's, I mean, yeah. Cam said it, it's a great free kick. I, I'm like you, I question the keeper, but... Yeah. You know, who are we to, uh, you know, who are we he when it comes to Cam Weldon? I mean, he's the man in the yeah. know. So. That's it, mate. He knows the Troy players, mate. Doesn't he must have, you know, Tyler must have a bit of, must put an extra bit of whip on it or something, Dave. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought it was a terrible position, didn't you, mate? Yeah. But, but, yeah, I'll take it, though, Dave, and you take it. And, oh, yeah. and Ed, mate. Ed Palmer and mate, better hand off than any of the England players, wouldn't it? That's right. It's France, mate. Better hand off than they did, mate. Yeah. Needless sending off, I think, there, actually. I, I, I can yeah, imagine the manager soft. wouldn't have been that happy with that one. Nah, very, very soft, Dave, wasn't it? Mm. You know, yellow for that. And then obviously he said something, and he so. Yeah. It looked like the ref didn't wait to get his car to take, mate, but I don't know if he was one of them, mate. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Kitch looked a bit bobbly, mate. Probably didn't suit Troy, did it? I don't, probably, on the day, mate, maybe. No, no, that's right. I think it could yeah. well be that, uh, although respect to the groundsman, etc., but it could well be that uh, Troy will prefer playing away at the moment, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. It's, yeah, there's some nice uh, some beautiful pictures in that league, Dave, isn't there? But, you know, obviously, like you said, mate, a lot of these clubs have got, you know, people sort of virtually full-time, and they looking after the surfaces, mate, and, you know, City is, you know, volunteers doing mm. a brilliant job, mate, isn't it? So, yeah. so yeah, yeah, good on them, mate. It'll be all different next season when they're down at the Mene. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Watch this space, David. Isn't it? Well, that one, I think. <laughs> That's only a rumor, everyone. Don't let's not panic no. yet. But did you? No. I don't know whether you saw it, but I did see a clip of the Mane the other week when they when the Pirates had a home game and the pitch was yeah. absolutely dire. So, so let's hope uh, yeah. it doesn't come to to Truro City uh, playing further west in the county. But uh, let's keep our fingers crossed on that one. Yeah, not great when you share a pitch with a rugby team, I don't think, mate, is it? No, that's right. <laughs> not, uh, yeah. OK, it's time to start going around some of the leagues. It's John Colenso with the weekly look at the RRL East Cornwall Premier League. Right, this week we had um, five games. There's uh, two were weather affected. Um, St. Stephen v. Newquay was cancelled and Roach against Mount Gould was cancelled. Um, the other games we've got Lou 3, St. Blasey 1. Um, I think we've been saying the last couple of weeks that Lou are gradually creeping up the table a bit and they've, they've um, just got another win, so they're doing pretty well at the moment. 
Um, Petherwin 3, Morjon 1, which is fantastic for Petherwin after we said about their troubles last week. So um, well done to Bash and his gang for getting a win. Um, they deserve that one, I think, because they've, they've really struggled the last couple of weeks, haven't they? Mm. So next one was um, Pads, yeah, Padstow 2, Varian 2. Um, now I've spoken to Varian since the game because we had to sort of double check scoreline. Is that right? Two two, <laughs> um, and it sounds like Varian just did everything but managed to score more goals. And Padstow t- stuck to the task that they'd set themselves and defended really well. And, and I think they got in the box sort of two or three times and managed to get two goals out of it. So they did really well there to get a draw. So well done to them. That slows Varian down a little bit for us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and then we played Gerrans at home, um, sort of a little bit not sure what we were going to meet because obviously the week before they'd beaten Foxhole 4-1. Um, knew it was going to be a tough one. And in fairness to them, they, they were tough to break down. We beat them 3-0. Um, we went against the wind in the first half and sort of, and we did have to defend for quite a, quite a big bit of that half. Um, we managed to break away and get one goal. And then second half of the win behind us, we we still had to work hard for it. I mean, Gerrans are a well set up team now. They're, they're you know they're quite strong, um, and we scored two further goals to make it a three 0 win. Mm-hmm. And then the one that you suggested might be a, a cricket score: St Dom five, St Teth one. Well, almost, so, <laughs> almost. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, well done for St Teth. Really, I mean, you know, St Dom have really been free scoring, so. 5-1 is not too bad at all. Your man, Kieran Riles, hat-trick, he did get one, but he had to come off the bench and get it. Yeah, I noticed that. That was a bit <laughs> weird, wasn't it? So, yeah. Yeah, whether they, whether he's just a bit, you know, he's only 17, isn't he? Whether they need to arrest him for part of the game or what, I don't know. But mm. obviously, he came on as a super sub and still got a hat-trick. So, mm. fair play to him. He keeps scoring, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Um, and we have to send a get-well soon to Toby Elson from St. Tess. Young 17-year-old lad, unfortunately, broke his leg in that game. Ah uh, yes, I saw that. Yeah, that's yeah, obviously so, the, the not such a good side of playing football. No, no, not at all. So let's hope he. I mean, he's 17, so I'm sure he'll recover and be as as good and as strong as ever. Mm. Don't take long to recover these days, do they, youngsters? No, that's true. No. Yeah. So uh, I mean, the, the two results that I thought were good ones were, uh, as you touched on, North Padawan, obviously. Um, you know, beating Marjons and that Padstow draw would vary, and that was that was probably a well a bigger surprise, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it did. You know, it took a, a double check in the on the website to check they had put it in right, but yeah, no, it was a a good draw for Padstow. You know, well done to them for you know for a team to keep losing games and to keep plodding on and keep coming back and keep trying and trying and you know to get a two-two draw with Varian. I don't suppose many people will do that this season. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, no, well done to them. Okay, so what's coming up this Saturday then? Coming up this Saturday, we have got Foxhole against North Petherwin. So Petherwin get their first win, and now they've got to go and play Foxhole. So don't know how that one will turn out. It'll be a tough one for them. Um, one that looks quite good now is Lou v St Mimver. Uh-huh. St Mimver had yeah. the week off. Um, Lou have picked up a bit, so yeah, see how they go there. It would be a good test for Lou, I would have thought, after the recent results. They've done quite well. Um, and then Nuki against Varian. So another away game for Varian. Um, Nuki, we don't know who you're going to play, really, because it depends if their first team's got a fixture or not. So it's always a it's always one that we're not 100% sure who you've got to play against. So that's one of those. Uh, we've got Padstow at home. 
And then St. Dom, St. Blasey could be a big scorer, I reckon. Looking at, you know, St. Blasey at bottom at the moment, yeah. so conceding. So that, that could be the big one that like you predicted last week. Um, then we've got St. Stephen Roach, which will be probably a tight game again. Neither one played this week, so they'll both be raring to go again. And then the last one is St. Teth against Gerrans. That that lose at Limburg game is the one that um, stood out for me. They're, they're both yeah. both in good form at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, they are. I mean, St. Limburg's always strong, aren't they? They've, you know, they've been in the league for for a few seasons now and they, they know what they're doing and Lou are on the up so yeah it'll be interesting to see how that one works out I mean it's it's at Lou so the weather they're giving I don't know whether it'll go ahead or not because obviously <laughs> it sounds like we're having an Armageddon again for the weekend doesn't it yeah so, that's right just depends what time you kick off by the sounds of it if, if, that's the thing yeah yeah the earlier you kick off the better so <laughs> yeah yeah but Lou being high up on the cliff though, I don't know what they're yeah. going to you know what they could be like so you never know with that one no that's right it's a, it's so yeah trivia. fingers crossed fingers crossed with that weather I think for all of us really we're just starting to get games played and then it's going to hopefully not ruin our weekend yeah I mean, weather-wise, if we are going to be getting this storm, um, where is the windiest pitch in the league? Um, probably, well, Petherwin's away, but I'd say North Petherwin's quite a, an open one um, mm. for for weather, and we're not fantastic on the moor. We get we seem to catch the wind. We had a fair bit of wind last weekend, <laughs> um, but probably Lou is the windiest one, to be fair. Is it right? right. They're high up and, and near the sea, aren't they? So. They get it both ways. Right. Okay. So, yeah. Right. Uh, anything else, then, John? Um, what else did I? Oh, I wish Mount Gould good luck as well because they've got their Devon Cup game against Tavistock Reserves, which should be quite a big test for them. I know that. I think it's the quarter final they're at, at the moment, but um, yeah, just good luck to them, boys. East Cornwall League. Yeah, so, I was going to yeah. ask um, why they weren't playing again because obviously they didn't play last week and uh, I noticed no. they didn't have a league fixture this week. So right, mm. so they're in cup action, right? Okay. Yeah, De- I think it's the Devon Supplementary Cup or something it's called. So yeah, yeah good luck to them. It'll be a big one for them. I would have thought against Tavistock Reserves, they're quite strong, aren't they? So but, yeah, we've got to support our East Cornwall teams, haven't we? <laughs> see how see how they get on in Devon. Yeah. Okay. There we go. And goal scorers. Um, uh, Kieran Real, by uh, by what I've seen, he's on 31 goals now. But uh, yeah. I mean, he really is. Well, he, he's actually pulling ahead now, isn't he? Courtney Rose is next on on. Uh, well, if we're looking at just league goals, K- Kieran's on 31. Courtney Rose on 21. So um, yeah, yeah. Your your best effort is Zach Peel on 12. I mean, can't you get him to score a few more or what? Uh, he's got he's got eight cup goals, mate. Don't forget uh, we're only eight. talking league goals at the moment. <laughs> but you know, eight of them that takes him up to 20, doesn't it? So it's not too bad. He's, we have got three good strikers all battling for goals. So you know, to be fair to them all, they're, they're all um, pushing. You know, it's really even them out at the moment. Right. So yeah, no, they're doing well. But yeah, Kieran Ryle is flying ahead in it at the moment. He's um, he's yeah. got to be fine to the season, isn't he, I think. Yeah, that's right. So uh, so it'd be interesting to see if he's sub again this week, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that was just a rest. I reckon. I think he'll be back in again this week. They won't want to leave their top scorer out two weeks in a row. Well, if I was him, I wouldn't want to be left out. To be honest, would you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. And he's only seventeen. He must have a good engine on him. Yeah, all. that's right. Right, okay, well thanks for that John um, Okay, lovely We'll speak again next week Yep, I do, and fingers crossed for this weekend To everybody, Yes. get some games played You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo And Deke's Friday Fix
Yeah, John finished off his uh, piece there, hoping that the weather doesn't pose too much of a problem this weekend. And, uh, well, um, I think the storm, is it Storm Cara or Storm Clara? Yeah. I, I, I'm yeah. not sure which it is. But anyway, whoever she is, um, I think she's yeah. not arriving until Sunday if, if, we're, uh, if we've got a yeah, bit of luck on that one. So, so let's... Yeah, uh, let's look at it, mate. Yeah. Late Saturday night, mate, and it early hours, Sunday, so yeah. hopefully Saturday games will be fine, mate, wouldn't they? Mind you, I've been down to Portreath today just for a bit of a... Uh, went down there with my daughters and um, it's really oh, yeah. blowy down there you know I, pity really? I didn't yeah. pity I didn't take my surfboard to be honest but uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right back to our league run through and it's the Superior League next Rappo uh, who does this one for us yes mate yeah oh, um, I was just yes, going to say <laughs> I was going to say about John's piece mate I, you know best wishes to um what the lad Toby mate, wasn't it? Young yeah, lad Toby like, yeah. yeah, like you said, Dave, worst part of football that mate, isn't it being injured or, or seeing a fellow player yeah. get a bad injury is is horrible to see, isn't it? So you know, speedy recovery for young Toby there, mate. Yeah, this uh yeah, Toby yeah. don't be too, too downhearted. Um you got many, no. many years to come yet. So I exactly, I got mate. smashed up against the wall once when I was playing five aside when I was about twelve and broke my arm and look you know, I yeah. came back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, exactly. And, and a fine five-a-side player you were too, mate, if you don't want to say, mate, yeah? Yeah, thank yeah. you. What do you think yeah. of this futsal? Do you... Look, uh, do you know I, I quite like it, mate. Yeah, I do know a bit, mate. Yeah, Jack played a lot of it, mate, in his, um, you know, in his Plymouth Argyle sort of well, thing, was it mate. Was you know, tennis the, ball or something? Yeah, I don't like the balls. To be honest, Dave, it, it, it's um, they're like a football, but they're, they're a little bit heavier than a normal sort of five-a-side. You know, remember them old five-a-side tennis balls? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, remember them. They're, they're a bit better than that, mate. To be fair, but but yeah, you don't really see a lot of the ball leaving the ground too much in that, mate. Do you? I mean, obviously, uh-huh. I've watched the top level, you know, Brazilian that, and all, mate. They're unbelievable, aren't they? But but um, yeah, it, it, I've seen a bit of it, mate. You know, Kyle Morks and, and Jack and all, mate, and. You know, Ryan Jones and that, mate, they all played it at Morton's, mate, they were, they were quite into, mm-hmm. not Morton's, but at the Argyle um, thing, mate. And yeah, yeah, they sort of went all, all around the country, mate, like Southampton and Cheltenham, mate, Bristol, you know, playing it in the, in the league. So it is good, mate. I think it improves your, your, your skill, you know, your touch, I think, though, your touch and your skills. The ball's slightly heavier, mate, so mm-hmm. I think it's a bit easier to control, but. Do you actually great, have a, is it a confined, you know, is it a marked out pitch or do you use walls yeah. and things like that? No, it's a pitch, so Dave, yeah, yeah. the ball actually runs. indoors, isn't it? Yeah. You, don't, you don't play? Yeah, all indoors. indoors. Yeah. yeah, no, no, I think they do, you know, in Brazil, obviously, mate, in the other countries, I think, Dave, it's, yeah. it's even bigger, isn't it? And I think, like, Europe and that, you know, Germany and the Eastern European countries play quite a lot of it, Dave, but... Yeah, good to the old skills, mate. I think it's, you know, getting more popular, mate, isn't it, all the time. But, but uh, can't, can't beat the old lad on the side on a mud bath, mate, can you? <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> right. Well, were, were there any mud baths this week in the Superior League? One day, no. Oh. But fortunately, mate, we had six league games in the East, mate, and five in the West. So, and a Curno Stone Cup quarterfinal as well, mate. So it was a pretty, you know, full fixture this last weekend though um, Sonostal remained nine points clear in the east mate with a convincing 4-1 victory at Lanreth mate so 
Sparky's boys ain't still going well, not slipping up, mate, are they? Um, mm. Usual goal scorers, mate, for the Saints. Can Biggood at two. Kieran Bishop and Chris Kilby, mate. They all found the net again, <laughs> taking their tallies up, mate. Paul Perro, um, they stay in second after a hard fought 3 2 home win over Callington. Uh, Rob Spencer, mate, serial goal scorer, running Rob. Uh, Jed Whitebrook, that's a different oh, name, that's and a new name. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a new one, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jed, mate, um, and an own goal, mate, saw the, saw Paul Perry through, mate, 3 2. Uh, Corey Freeman and Ben McIver Redwood make replying for Cali. So I thought that was worth a mention. <laughs> ben McIver Redwood. Lundson, um, mate, they continue their impressive season, Dave. Uh, in third, <coughs> excuse me, mate, with a 2 0 win at Sticker. Uh, no problems with the surface there, Dave, is it? Mm-hmm. Sticker. Um, courtesy of goals from Cameron Hurd and Walter. Medlicott, mate. Yeah. I don't know if Walt, yeah, I don't know if Walt was a young lad, mate, or a, a, a veteran, but yeah, Walter Medlicott, mate. Are you suggesting Walter makes him sound as if he's 80 years old or something, are you? <laughs> you, you would expect that, mate, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and some Morgan Dave, uh, ever impressive Saints, mate, uh, they stay fourth you know, for a season at this level, though, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. after their 2 0 home win over Liscord, Aaron Bicknell, and Golden Boot Standings, mate, the older Golden Boot Standings leader at the minute, mate, Craig Allen, with his uh, 24th of the season. Mm-hmm. So uh, he's made the move up uh, seamlessly, mate, hasn't mm-hmm. he, Craig, mate? Yes. With his uh, goals, yeah. Um, Salt Ash United, Dave. Um, we've, got a, we've got a message from Salt Ash United Secretary, and mate, which I'll say about in a bit, but Salt Ash United, they, they remain in, in the top five, mate, uh, with another... Another, well, a popular 2-0 scoreline this weekend, really, Dave. A lot of 2-0s there, wasn't it? Yeah, over an improving Weightbridge, mate. You've come off the bottom, man. They seem to be getting a act together a bit. Uh, Lloyd-Jones notched um, both goals uh, in that in that one, mate. Um, Bewed, Bewed and Tall Point are, are now both level in mid-table on 24 points after the host, mate, Bewed. Uh, they won 2-1 against to a point, mate. Thomas, to, well, Thomas Stolton, mate. Um, I hope that's right, mate. And, uh, cheese, and Scott, yeah, yeah, Stolton, mate. Oh, sorry, yeah. yes. <laughs> Thomas, Thomas Stolton, mate. I think there's a few new names actually yeah. made this week. And, and Scott Percy, mate, not such a new name, mate, with his 17th of Is the season. Is that Stolton or Stolton? I don't know, mate. I think it's my writing, Dave. I think it's Stolton, isn't it? Thomas Statty, you're right, mate. Yeah, I've, I've, the, the, I've mistake the uh, A for an E, uh, mate, is my writing, Dave. Thomas Statton, you're right. right. Yeah. 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 And Scott Percy, mate. Um, it was his 17th this season, mate. I was going to say, he's a regular name, Scott, isn't he? Yeah, he's done well this season, Dave, hasn't he? Yeah. Sort of burst onto the scene a bit and doing well, yeah. And in a, in a West for East. Uh, Cup time, mate. It was Falmouth Town who booked the semi-final spot at the expense of Morwinstow, winning 4-1 at Bickland Park. Sam Hawkins' goal proving a mere consolation, mate, after Town scored through. Big target man, mate. Big striker Ben Beasley, Dave. Mm. He's at Town next, scoring the goals. He had a hat-trick. And Fraser Harris, mate, had, had the other one. Um, in the West Division, mate, Penryn remained top. 
and seven points clear after well it could be eight if you count their goal difference they really is this this one out later an emphatic 9-0 win over St Agnes at Kernick Road in a game that I watched over it and it could have been 15 mate honestly um you know, Ash Smith played really well in, in goal, mate, for uh, St. Agnes, made some great saves. But that manager Isn't that amazing, I though? Them. Isn't that always amazing where when a side gets hammered, their keeper yeah. always has a brilliant yeah. game and he still conceded nine? I mean. Exactly, mate. It's, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it, though? I mean, he made, he probably, I reckon he made six outstanding saves, though. Yeah. I can count six. You know, four, probably four. Three or four one-on-ones as well. I mean, <laughs> yeah, like you say, mate, it could have could have been carnage, mate. But yeah, it was a pretty emphatic um, nine-nil. Um, Reggie May, mate, is in some good form lately, mate. Reggie coming to the side and he notched a hat trick with uh, the, the well, the talented Bradley Levers, mate. You know what a player he played in the league team, mate. Scored the league the other week, mate. I think didn't he in the league team at the Kids County Youth. But yeah, Bradley had two, mate, and and Harry Roberts, mate, young Harry Roberts, notching uh, a couple as well, mate. Who's so both getting I've breaks. seen that name before. Well, have you not seen Harry, mate? No, he's a good, good player, mate. Workaholic, mate. He's a workaholic. Just right, he covers every day to go. He's only about 19. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, he's, oh, crikey, mate, he's got some, uh, lungs on him, mate. Gets all over the pitch and, and he's quite robust, you know, for a young lad, mate. You know, he sort of puts his foot, not, not afraid of a tackle, mate. And, yeah, a name to watch out for, I'd say, Dave. Okay. I, I can see Harry going on having a decent career, but, but, uh, and strikers, mate, the only surprise really, mate, strikers had one each, mate. Ryan Reeve and Jack Rapsy, mate, um, they both moved on to 16 goals each for the season, so, so, uh, but, you know, Penrith got goals all over the pitch, Dave, so. How's, so, um, how's Josh Sims doing there? Yeah, very, very well, mate, yeah, that's a great signing for, for Popey, mate, you know, he's, uh, you know, well, Tom and played Saturday as well, mate. Come on. Did he? Half an hour. What's he doing? Yeah, there? so he'd scored What's well. The was he player? What's yeah, he doing? Yeah, no game. Disappearing league. Yeah, well, Geordie was on the on the bench for Falmouth, mate, wasn't he? And Tom was on the bench for Penryn, mate, just down the road. So, I don't know if they uh, shared a car, mate. I don't know if they shared a trip. <laughs> I don't know who dropped him off, mate. But, um, yeah, so they're both... Uh, you know, we've had this conversation before. They don't know about the duel. Not everyone agrees with it, Dave, do they? But, but you know, um, obviously, Popey knows a, a lot of a lot of lads, mate, don't they? And mm. they, you know, they've got a lot of respect for him, mate. So they turn out for him, mate. But yeah, but um, <clears throat> so yeah, that was a great win for Penrith, mate. Um, yeah, so, yeah, Revy and Rapa had a goal each, mate. So that that took it to nine nil, sixteen goals each for the season. And St. Ives, mate, they're still going well, Dave. They're remaining second uh, with a convincing 4-0 win over Perrinwell. They still sort of continue to struggle, really, but but hopefully they'll turn it around. Mate, Ross Duncan, mate, he's having a good season. He had a brace. Max Clemo and Matt Spencer-Smith, mate, son of Alan. Yeah. So, yeah, a player we've played against, mate, a lot over the years, mate, I mean, Alan, I'm with. Um, Perrin Porth, mate, they hung on to third place despite Losing 4-2 at home, mate, to sixth-place Hale at uh, Ponsmere Valley, mate. That's sort of game of the day, that one, mate. But uh, Hale pulled off a great win there. Cameron Irish, I think you mentioned him last week in the predictions, mate, mm. didn't you? You said he needed to come back to form, and, and he did, mate. He heeded your words, mate. He scored twice. 
mm. to take his tally to 19 for the season. And, and he joins Falmouth's Brodie Campnate at the top of the oh, right. division school. Yeah, because so, Brodie had a goal chalked off, mate, because he scored against Ludsford. Well, Brodie's so, better yeah, come he, back soon, then. Yeah, he looks like he's enjoying himself, mate. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's having a good time, mate. Um, yeah, I think he was in Tibet or something, mate, the other day on Instagram and stuff. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, a bit different to Ludsford away, mate, isn't it? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> fair field to Vietnam, mate. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so... Cameron's uh, equal top there in, in the West Division, mate, with 19, with Brody, mate. Um, Kyle and Nathan Hampton both uh, scored the other two, mate. Brothers, Dave? Kyle and Nathan? Got to be in there. Well, I think so, mate, yeah. Yeah, they got the other two. So, uh, so a nice evening in the Hampton household, mate. <laughs> if, uh, yeah, but they had a takeaway Chinese, mate, a celebration. Of, but, um, and today, mate, they got quick revenge on Wendron, didn't they, for last week's prize 5-2 defeat at, at the underlane, mate, mm. uh, by beating them 4-2 at, at the Vogue. So they got quick revenge, mate. Dan Richards with two. Dan's having a good season. Uh, Tyler Oliver, mate, a talented Tyler. And uh, and sub Francis Pengilly, mate, got the other. Mm. Sounds like he could have a, a spot in Pole Dort, mate, can it? A little <laughs> Francis Pengilly. That's a proper Cornish name, mm. mate, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, he come on sub Francis, mate, and score. Uh, Houston and Mainsville drew 2 2 at Callaway Park. Um, Fred Williams scoring another double, Dave. He's in good form, Fred. For the hosts, um, with Jordan Daniel, um, Caleb Morris didn't make netting for the Seagulls. I think we watched Caleb in that yeah. junior cup final last year, mate, didn't yeah, we? We did. Uh, good player, mate, yeah. So, yeah, the East School for the, for Maisel. And that's the, uh, East and West, Dave. Um, easy team of the week in the West for me, mate. Um, Hales 4-2 win at Perrin Porth. The standout result, um, that's the end more, of any title chance for Perrin Porth now, isn't it? I think so, Dave. Yeah, I think we, we were talking about sort of two horse races, mate, weren't we, in, in leagues and stuff, mm. weren't we? Uh, um, but uh, yeah, I think that might. Well, I can't see anyone winning it apart from, from Penryn. Is no, Penryn's I'm... title the, the West for sure? No. <laughs> Yeah, it's Penrins to lose, definitely, Dave, isn't it? Same as an Ulster, isn't it, in the East? You know, they're in, they're in really good positions, Dave, aren't they? So, yeah, but some more things, yeah. though, mate. Some tough old fixtures left, though, so. Oh, come on, you know, come on. Yeah, it's like it. Liverpool, mate, isn't it? It's like Liverpool, oh, you know, like Klopp, mate, but, but so I'm sure Popey and Sparky will be. Yeah, uh, Penrins have played mistake. 17, they've only lost the one, so it's unlikely. Yeah. What have they got? They've got nine, uh, nine <laughs> games left? Nine, yeah. Nine yeah. to go, mate. But six of them, Dave, six of them are really hard. So, <laughs> hard games, mate. Three, three really hard away games. Um, and, yeah, I don't you're the manager or something. The way that you're, you're <laughs> talking like a manager. No, it's not, yeah, it's not one until mathematically we can't be <laughs> Yeah. I don't want to put any bad luck on the oh. lads, mate. I don't, I don't want Popey texting me, mate, saying what, what have you done, mate. I <laughs> 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 wouldn't be on the end of, of that rash, mate. But, um, yeah. No, I'm sure if they carry on playing like they are, Dave, you know, it's, it's going to be, yeah, they're the, they're the team to beat, I think, mate, and they in that league. But, yeah. With Sunil still, you know, likewise in the in the east, but 
But um, yeah, difficult day in, in the East for a team of week. Nothing was jumping off the screen really. But I think I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Bude. I think David, who beat Tour Point two one and to leapfrog them in the in, in the table to go mm-hmm. to go into the top half of the East table. I think they so. I think I'm going to go for Bude, mate, in that narrow two-one win. Yeah. I think the rest of the results were pretty routine. I think really, David yeah. and Saturday. Did you see uh, what you're talking about, Bude? Did you see that they actually staged two games last Saturday on their? Yeah, 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 I did see that. Mate. That's fair play to them, mate. Isn't it to play two games? Did the reserves play first, mate, and then? Uh, yeah, there was a was game yeah. quite well late, sort of morning, wasn't there? Um, uh, 11.30 or something like that was it but um, that's right mate did the ref do both names I don't know did on that do? front but no. it would have made sense if he did but um, I know yeah. that well I think um, Steve Carpenter I saw him at the county game and I think Steve was uh, a little bit nervous about them having two games there on the same day so early in the season but it, it paid off they got them they Got them both played, yeah. so good. Uh, well done to Bude. Don't know what the pitch was like, yeah. but um, no broad clothes in it. They yeah, broad clothes. Right. Yeah, but that was a bit, uh, bit muddy underfoot, yeah. mate. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, like you said, mate. Well done to him, mate. Well done to him. Um, the games to catch, Dave, this week. Yep. Um, I'm not sure really, Dick. I mean, it's another one, mate. So I think in the East, Tour Point v Polparo at the Mill. Mm-hmm. Looks decent, I think, mate. Looks decent. And in the West, well, in the West, though, there's two cracking um, Kurno Stone. Well, actually, there's three Kurno Stone court finals this weekend, mate. But, but I think two of them are, are crackers, mate. Um, Hale against the Norstal, though. Mm-hmm. I think that could be Hale, you know, fresh off that brilliant win at Pound Fourth, but Sonostal going to take some beating. Um, we'll probably talk about that later on, mate, because there's a prediction game, yeah, though, isn't it? I've noticed. So. Yeah, so we'll talk about it later. And, and St. Davy, Pair and Porth, mate, I think they're the, the two standout fixtures for, for me, mate. Um, and that's this week's roundup, Dave. But there, but I just, uh, if I could, mate, finally, uh, mate, um, so Ash, United Secretary Scott Cooksley asked us to mention, uh, they are now advertising for a reserve team manager stroke coach, mate, for the 2021 season. Mm-hmm. Um, but Scott said, if possible, mate, they would prefer a, a bit of a handover from the current managers to, to sort of ease the transition. So, you know, um, you know, they're sort of willing to get someone in sort of sooner rather than later, I think, mate. And I mean, it's obviously a great job for someone, Dave, and it's with, you know, such a forward thinking club as Salt Ash, mate, you know, reserve team manager there would be a great job, mate, wouldn't it? And, and, uh, and Scott said to email him, mate, if, if you're interested in the position, mate, is, it's uh, saltashunited.fa at gmail.com, mate. Okay. So saltash, yeah, fa at gmail.com. And that's Scott Cooksey, mate, secretary. And he did say, mate, the deadline for the applications is the 1st of March. So so you got time anyone... yet? <laughs> Crikey, mate. Not for me, mate. Not for me. <laughs> It's easy doing this, mate, isn't it? Talking about everyone. <laughs> We've got the easy bit, yeah, really, mate. Getting everyone down, praising up the old one yeah, or two. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's no problem. But Alan Hansen, mate, you can't win nothing with kids, mate, can you? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what from the trouble? What from the trouble? <laughs> but, uh, yeah. 
That's it, Dave. That's it for this week, mate. OK. Well, it's not quite, because before we leave the SPL this week, I'll call up with defender Mike Arscott, who's yeah. playing for Hale in the West Division. And we spoke on a training evening. Well, welcome to the Friday Fix podcast, Mike. Thank you very much. Uh, now, I gather you've been training this evening. So are you a player who enjoys a training session or, or do you go because you should do? Um, well, there's a bit of both, to be honest. I've, I've always enjoyed the training, but uh, as, as the way I look at it is, well, the way I've always, yeah, basically looked at it is if, if you don't train, then you don't tend to play. That's what I've found in the past, but... Obviously, things have changed nowadays with people's work commitments and family life and that. Not everyone can make it to training, but if I can, I always try to go every week if I possibly can. Yeah. And you, you, presumably you train on the all-weather pitch down there at Hale, do you? Uh, yeah, yeah, do, yes. The, the facilities up at Hale are really good. Like it's, well, just like the pitch is really in really good nick all the time. It's very rarely cancelled, but the 3G is an excellent, excellent surface for training. Like you can work on all different kind of things, really. Yeah, it, well, it's got to be one of the best sort of uh, setups in in the county. I would have thought, isn't it, really? Oh yeah, I, I totally agree. Is like especially for like the St Piran's sort of standard. It's it's definitely up there. Even uh, the South West Peninsula is is one of the better facilities, like for that sort of standard as well. To be honest. Yeah, and you're playing at Hale. Uh, you're pretty yep. much an ever present this season, aren't you? Um, I am, yeah. I think I've, I've missed one game while I was away on holiday for the half-term with the little one, but other than that, I've played every game at the moment. And throughout the seasons, you, you, you've played for a few different clubs, um, haven't you? Can can you list them for us? Um, I, yeah, I can try. Yeah, I've <laughs> been at a few. Uh, I, I started at Listard, I think it's probably 18 years ago, with, with Roger Feist and Chris Boucher was there. Mm-hmm. I had two years there, and then... We moved over to Millbrook, quite a few of us from, from that list guard side, like Paul Edwards, Nigel Pugh and people like that. We were there for two years. Then I went on to Tamastock. I think there, I was there for about seven years. Um, I had I had about nine games at Falmouth and then I went back to Tamastock again. And then I went to Newquay with Glyn Hooper and Phil Laffey and that in the West Division, the season Newquay won that one. And then I went to uh, Tour Point. Had a season there, probably about half a season at Carrington, and then I moved across to Launceston. And then, where did I go after that? Uh, <laughs> Is there anyone left? <laughs> yeah, um, I, think, I think I had about half a season at St. Just, and then I stopped playing for about 18 months. And then, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, Hale for about the last probably season and a half, I suppose. So how have you actually ended up at Hale then? Have you moved down this way or have you always... Uh, yeah, uh, no, I don't live in Hale, but I moved like down to this part of Cornwall for work. Right, right. And also just ended up like, down like, Cornwall, basically. So, and then I'd live just around the corner from Hale Football Club, so it's literally like three minutes around the corner. is perfect for me. So the obvious place to play, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Okay, so many a club, I mean... Yeah. Well, I've got to ask, why only nine games at Falmouth? Um, it was one of those things, I think there was a bit of a difference of opinion with the manager oh, right. at the time. Yeah. Who was the manager? Did, did, uh, Alan Carey. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, didn't quite see eye to eye at the time. Yeah. And decided it's, it's, those... it's better for you to go rather than stick it out, sort of thing. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah, because I... 
it's not that I wasn't playing. It was just, um, how can I say, we had different ideas of how to play and like where where I wanted to play, basically. Yeah. Or just being played out of position, but obviously some. I, I, I don't mind doing that, but when it's it, it doesn't fit for you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. I think a lot of it was I spent so much time at Tavistock as well. It was a bit of a bit of a change, I should say. So, what was your what's your best memory from all those clubs you've listed? Um, what would you say you remember the the most and why? Um, uh, winning the Cornwall Senior Cup or the Charity Cup with Millbrook. Oh right. I think it was the Charity Cup with Millbrook. Sorry, and it was the Cornwall Senior Cup at Liscard. It's probably winning those, especially the Senior Cup, as it's like the the main competition, obviously for Cornish clubs in it. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wants to win that one, really. And probably close to that is winning the West Division with Nuki. Right. So the, sen- there as well. so the Senior Cup you won when you were at Liscard? At Liscard, yeah. Right. OK. Well, that's my hometown, you see. That's what I'm asking. So. Ah, yeah. I think that was with um, Roger Feist and Chris Batchel, yeah. who was manager then. Yeah, well, that was... I think that was my... Yeah, that was my first club when I was... I got released from... Exit City, the YTS, and Roger Feist contacted me, and obviously we went down there. It was with uh, Ryan Feist, Ryan Honey, like Dave Larson was there, Lee Harvey was there. So a half decent it's, it's, team. It's a good, yeah, it was a good, like a good club to start at if you're not with the experience and stuff that they had. There. It was really good. Yeah, you were at Exeter YTS. You said uh, was yeah. that a disappointment that y- you were released or didn't make it or? Um, it, it, we kind of saw it coming because at that time Exeter didn't have very much money or like anything like that to back them up really and none of my age group got taken on we all got released all at the same time oh right yeah but obviously the year the year below me a few of them got taken on but it's just my year really the unlucky ones where he couldn't they literally couldn't take anyone on yeah so just in the wrong place at the wrong time sort of thing really yeah basically yeah <laughs> and when you look back I mean um, well you obviously enjoy playing because you're, you're still going yeah yeah so still trying yeah trying to get the old <laughs> legs moving is, is, we have a bit of banter at Hale because I'm the, the oldest player in the team at the moment so it's a bit I'll get, get a bit of ribbon for that but I don't mind that just whisper it but how old are you actually Um. 36. Ah, you've got a few years yeah. left yet, yeah, surely. Yeah, well, I thought, yeah, if my knees can keep going, I will have, yeah. <laughs> you, have you been pretty devoid of injury or...? or um, yeah, I've, I've, I've been quite lucky, apart from, I think, I broke my wrist, but that was, well, that was quite a few years ago when I was at Tower, so that was, I was out for about six weeks, but touch wood, other than that, I've been, I've been all right, to be honest, quite lucky. Okay. Well, this season you're at Hale and... Um, or yeah. you're currently at Hale. Um, you beat Perrinport last Saturday, but recent form actually hasn't been so good before that, has it? No. Um, well, we played. Obviously, we played against Ludgerton and beat them. I think it was nine 0 But obviously, yeah. they've withdrawn from the league, so like that was a bit unlucky. Yeah, basically. Yeah, they they withdrew the week after we played them. But yeah, um, we lost to Penryn. We were quite unlucky now because we were we were two 0 up in that one and uh, Zach Williams got sent off after about 20 minutes when we were ready to know up and then obviously with the side that they like gone top of us basically the extra man and but we just couldn't hold on in the second half basically and then 
Uh, we lost to Helston as Blouch. We probably deserved to lose. Actually, we weren't good enough. And St. Ives, it's like a local derby match, and well, they probably slightly missed that one, I would have thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, last week, we seemed to turn a corner against um, Perrinborough. We played really well in that one, and we're hoping to take it into next week against St. Austin Reserves in the Cup. Yeah, before we mention that, just one question about the West Division. Are Penryn the best yeah. team in it, do you reckon? I'd, yeah, I'd say so. They're, they're up there. I think them and probably St. Day are probably the best couple of sides that I've played against so far. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we lost to Penryn and then we beat St. Day during the start, at the start of the season. But I'd say probably those two are up there with the, the better sides in the league, if you want to say that. Yeah, OK. Now, of course, as you touched on there, it's League Cup this Saturday in the well, yeah. for you guys, a chance to play aside from the East Division, it couldn't, yeah. couldn't really have been much tougher, could it? It's in Austin, we're top of the division. Yeah, it seemed to go seemed to go well. Obviously, our manager, Lee Patch, is probably doing a little bit of homework on all the thought, but um, obviously, I think we're, we're, we are capable of beating beating any side from like our two divisions with the players we've got, but I think someone may mention on the forum, it's, it's our consistency. Yeah that seems to let us down sometimes, but we're confident, we'll definitely be confident on Saturday, especially after last week. And of course, um, it seemed, uh, I remember looking at the, the Hale records last week, and Cameron Irish, you know, he's got to score, basically, isn't he? He's your main man, by the looks of things. Yeah, yeah, he's our, like, our like, main goal threat, if, like, sort of thing. If, if, if he doesn't score, we, we do tend to struggle sometimes, but, a couple of the other lads have started scoring in, in recent weeks. But he, Cam is our main our main threat, like in front of goal, I thought, yeah. Uh, and what position do you play? Um, Centre-half. So do you go up for corners and that sort of thing? I do, yeah. I tend I tend to get marked by, because I'm quite tall, I tend to get marked by their biggest player. <laughs> so I, I try and, my little tag is to try and keep them out of the way if I can, try and give someone else a chance. So that's but I, your... I do tend to get... So that's, that, that's my plan anyway, yeah. Right, that's your plan, but that's also your excuse for the fact you haven't scored this season yet. I've got, I've, not in the league, I mean, I've got <laughs> a couple of cup goals, but the one goal I did score against Lutheran has been oh, written no. off, so obviously they put out the league, so I haven't had much luck there. Oh, that's bad luck, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so I'm, I, I, I take our free kicks as well, so I, I, try and, I try and do them. That's the one I scored against Lutheran, but obviously it's been talked off so it does look like I haven't scored anything <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, I, and I guess you've been pretty much central defender all your playing days or not uh, yeah yeah majority of them yeah um, I have filled in right back and left back a few times because I can well when I was a bit younger I could play like anywhere across the back basically yeah. but as I've got older I can't seem to <laughs> get the old legs going at full back to be able to keep up with these fast wingers that we've got so I try and I do tend to stay centre half now OK one final question and it's yeah. it's going to be a toughie because you've played quite a few seasons who's been the best central defensive partner alongside you do you think do you reckon for me yeah. for me that's quite an easy one that would be Nigel Pugh yeah 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 that's he in my eyes he's head and shoulders above Quite a few of the, well, not, yeah, quite a few of the centers I've played with have, have been like good. good uh, yeah, but I'd say Nigel Pugh is at the top of that list. Quite classy. He always looked as if he had a load of time, didn't he? Yeah, always, yeah. He's just one of those players who always knew where to be, what position to be in, and 
just well, I think everyone knows how Nigel Pugh was. His mm. yeah, so it's not one of those things you can really get away from, is it? Is the quality that he had? Yeah. Okay. Actually, it's quite interesting because as we're talking, I've just seen Jack Stevens come up on the telly uh, playing for Southampton. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, that's something special, isn't it? A guy from Cornwall playing in the Premier League. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially he, he does play week in, week out as well. It's not as if he's like a substitute come on for the last ten minutes or anything. He's he's played majority of the games this season, yeah. from what I've seen, anyway. Yeah, that's right. We won't yeah. mention the own goal he got tonight, but anyway. But um... Ah, yeah, we'll, we'll keep that one quiet for him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, it's been great talking to you, Mike. All the best Saturday. Yeah, lovely, thanks, Dave. And, uh, yeah. you know, best of luck for the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you very much, Dave. Your Cornish podcast. Thanks to Mike there for coming on the podcast, another newbie. Um, he's been at a lot of clubs, hasn't he, Rapper? And I was very impressed that he was able yeah. to recite them all without no problem. It was pretty impressive. Anyway. I mean, he, he, you know, if I hadn't known better, I, I would have said he'd written them down. But it, it was pretty good, I thought. Yeah. yeah. He's almost like played, as, he's almost played as many as as you have. I was just going to say that. Mate. I've, <laughs> I've just written that. Mate. I've, I've said Mike's had a pretty varied footballing career, East and West of the county, mainly. And, yeah. and I thought I'd had a lot of clubs, but, <laughs> but you know, although I did have two hundred and fifty odd games at Bournemouth, mate, didn't I? So I was I was pretty loyal in a way, mate. Wasn't I? But but uh, yeah, didn't, no, yeah, I never wanted to leave Bournemouth, really, mate. But but, um, but I wish I was thirty six again, Dave. That. Mike, Mike's got a few seasons left in him yet, I think, mate. Yeah, What's and very impressive that he's, you know, all but and ever present this season, so he's leading the way yeah. at Hale, isn't he? Good on him, mate. Still enjoying training and that, mate. And uh, I think I, I think uh, my training days were long gone by 36, Dave, I think, <laughs> mate. I, I was trying to come up with every excuse under the sun, mate, by then, I think. But, but no, nah, good on him, mate. And yeah, watched him play early in the season and still a good player, mate. Big strong lad, and I agree. I agree with Mike as well, mate. You know, nice to hear him talk about Pewie, Dave. You know, um, you know what a defender he was, mate. I played county youth with him, mate, and um, and always like later on, he was always a tough opponent over the years, mate. I remember remember getting a belt in shiner off him, mate, in a <laughs> in a tour of the Falmouth evening game, Dave. Oh, mate, and, and I, I said, off, you know, I went up to him, you know, about ten minutes after, I said, off. I could hardly see out of my eye, mate. And I said, Thank, thanks a lot, Kiri. Like, and he said, he said I ran into his elbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he said, it what me, mate. You ran into my elbow. Yeah, not so, no, exactly. So I thought, fair enough, mate. But but like you said, they classy. One of mate, classy defender, Kiri, wasn't he? Yeah. But, um, but no, well done to Mike, mate. Great career. And, uh, and one that's still going strong, mate, isn't it? Yeah. And a free kick, well, I'm yeah. going to say expert, but he hasn't scored from one yet. So, um, <laughs> so you know, but, but isn't that typical? You know, I had a go at him about the fact that he's played all these games, but he hasn't scored. And the one goal he gets is against Ludwig. Yeah. You know. <laughs> How lucky is that, mate? How I know. I that? felt sorry for him on that one, I must admit. So, yeah. But thanks for. Yeah, got to thank Mike for coming on, like we do all our um, guests that we have. Yeah. Uh, each week so uh, another newbie we can tick off yeah good interview mate enjoyed it enjoyed it good well what about yeah. Phil Hiscox do you enjoy him going on and on and on or not yeah I always enjoyed Phil <laughs> Phil's dulcet tones days never get fed up of them mate 
Well, good, because he's next up, and uh, I started by asking him what he'd been up to this week. Well, let's, let's start with what was on the pitch. I managed to, to watch two games uh, Friday night, Saturday afternoon last weekend, and saw 18 goals in two games, so that certainly kept me busy. Right. Uh, I was at... Um Brixham for their first um, Friday night game on Friday night. They came back from 2-0 down to beat Newton Spurs 4-2. And to say feisty would be an understatement. I understand there were three red cards after the final whistle. Oh, right. (laughs) Okay. Uh, apparently some some of them were in the dressing room afterwards so I didn't not everybody got to see them but oh, uh, yeah. yeah and then on Saturday afternoon I went down to Bobby Tracy who were playing Sidmouth and uh, a rather unusual scoreline of 9-3 oh yeah that's don't a, get many, man, that was a yeah. goal feast wasn't it so. yeah I, mean, I think actually although obviously Bobby Tracy more than happy to win 9-3 I think actually three goals conceded was their worst defensive performance of the season <laughs> <laughs> was it was it ever a uh, a tight game or was it you know did did, did Bobby Tracy go sort of seven goals in front sort of thing or what? No, in the first half, actually, I think um, Sidmouth pulled it back to 2-1 at one point. Oh, right. Um, and, yeah, it was only sort of, yeah, the, 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 they sort of ran away with it sort of either side of half-time, really. And then, uh, yeah, but so, so that was uh, plenty of goals. And then Sunday, I was up bright and early to this uh, FA meeting in Leicester. Um, so, so that you know, that was a very, very busy weekend. And then during the week, obviously, lots of result sheets and uh, stats and facts to do and, and things. But uh, yeah, ticking over in the week. Right. So, was the FA meeting worth going to? Uh, in hindsight, <laughs> I have to say, no, no. It, 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 I, I mean, I was I was not overly enthused about going anyway. But I'd have to say, on the way back, I was less enthused than I'd been on the way up. Um, Yes. And this was a, well, a sort of a mock planning meeting sort of thing, wasn't it? Well, it was meant to be. It was meant oh. to be. <laughs> the agenda on the way there was, was to discuss how to have their forums, because in the past there's been sort of like an annual conference and then there have been uh, irregular meetings of all the leagues. There used to be uh, a league's conference every summer at St George's Park, but they stopped that a couple of years ago, presumably for cost-cutting. Um, so there was a, a sort of debate on that, and then there was going to be this mapping exercise, and then there were a couple of other presentations. Um, and when we got there, they uh, decided to change the agenda. Oh. <laughs> so we, we, we had the sort of discussion of, of how to... to Proceed, and they've uh, decided that they want to hold these meetings twice a year. Which um, I couldn't contain my enthusiasm for that. I'm afraid, <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, fortunately, we're talking sort of September and March each year, so I've got a bit of a bit of a way before <laughs> the next one. Um, and then they did the presentations. There was one on safeguarding, which you know, I, I appreciate is, is an issue. Um, it's it's not one that I'm deeply involved in on a day-to-day basis but there is a sort of growing movement that clubs with under 18s playing have to make sort of provisions so there was a you know it was a, a, an interesting presentation on that uh, then there was the usual FA presentation on their digital software um, which uh, having listened to it for about 20 years consists of we know it's not perfect we are working hard there will be updates soon 
bear with us. And that message didn't change. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the FA full-time stuff. Full-time, whole game. And, the, and of course, they were also, <laughs> to the wrong audience, really, uh, trying to, to extol the virtues of this uh, app they've got for managers. Um, oh, right. um, but but as, as it was all league secretaries and chairmen in the room, that <laughs> waste of time. <laughs> time, really, yeah. Um, and then the, the last presentation was on the refereeing structure update, which, to be honest, we all knew what was happening about that. that, it's, that at the moment, the referees um, in the pyramid sort of are attached, depending on what level they are, to certain leagues. Uh, and there'll be some slight changes for that for next season. It doesn't directly affect us. Um, we're currently supply league. We still will be supply league next season. Um, the interesting one is Western League Premier has lost or will lose its supply league status. Sorry, its contributory league status next year and revert to supply league. Um, so it, what it may mean for some of our level four referees is they might actually referee slightly more and run the line on higher division slightly less. All right. Uh, that's uh, probably the only really upshot in that um, there'll be less clubs that, that will require level fours to, to have, you know, assist, yeah. do assistant refereeing. Uh, which, there'll still be some, you know. Which will be a shame for the referees, really, won't it? I guess. In the, um, I mean, locally. In higher leagues. Yeah, I mean, locally at the moment, if you're a, a level four referee in Cornwall, then you can go and run the line at Southern League and Western League Premier level. Um, so you, you could be going to sort of Buckland, Exmouth, Parkway at Western League level, and at Southern League level, you could be going sort of Tiverton, Willand, Biddeford, Barbastable, those sort of things. Uh, next season, the Western League ones won't be on your radar, um, but the Southern League ones will, although I still think that, you know, people like Plymouth Parkway will probably be Southern League by next season. Mm, yeah, um, so, yeah, there, there will still be some, but there won't be as many. And the, the good news for most referees on that is, is at the moment, quite a few of those referees end up having to run the line sort of almost sometimes three weeks out of four and don't get to referee as often as they should. Hence why we should have a level four every week, but very often have to rely on the old guard to cover the gaps. Mm. Um, if it works, as they say, and, and obviously the proof is always in the pudding, um, then perhaps our level four referees will be available to referee perhaps two weeks out of four rather than one week out of four. Right. Okay. Uh, and then, th th so they then left the mapping exercise till last, <laughs> uh, which uh, we all smell a rat. Um, they produced uh, some very um, blurry uh, images on a, a large screen with, <laughs> without much close-up information. <laughs> um, said it was a very complicated exercise uh, and that they're going to redo it in March. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, well, they must have wait until uh, the end of the season then. Well, well I think <laughs> that they want to forewarn clubs that might be laterally moved, that they might be laterally moved. <laughs> um, I mean, if you were being totally sort of uh, cynical, and it was suggested in the room, that perhaps they, they either don't want to make the controversial decisions yet and are rather hoping that the right teams will finish in the right gaps, yeah. uh, or they they are going to make the controversial decisions but they would prefer to send it out in an email in March than tell a room of league secretaries and chairmen face to face right. are there any uh, <laughs> uh, uh, is it the usual sort of meeting where there are always a few outspoken characters from, yes. from the leagues yes, right. yes. Yeah, there, there are some leagues that um, 
rarely say anything. Um, there are some that seem to have a, a point to make on every subject matter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to limit myself to, to only speaking a couple of times so that I, I just sort of so speak on things that are actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but speak on things that actually affect me more, you know, yeah. I'm, no disrespect to sort of refereeing and, and safeguarding, but I could, you know, it's not my field of expertise, so it wasn't for me to say anything. But when it came to the restructure, um, I certainly did make a, a couple of points there, um, not least of all because they, they seem to be slightly changing the numericals as well, in, in as much as in I step six. That was cast in stone almost. Well, I thought it was, but they. Uh, they sort of hinted that they, there would still be 340 clubs at Step 7 and there would still be 17 divisions, mm. uh, which everybody was under the impression that would be you know, 17 divisions of 20. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the obvious thing, and I'm sure that's what, what the proposal had said. But they're now sort of suggesting that in certain geographical cases, mm. rather than move clubs unnecessarily, or in their words, unnecessarily, um, that, that the leagues would have a minimum of 18 and a maximum of 22. Right. Um, I, I would have a worry both ways, really. I mean, my worry about 18 is the, the sort of economies of scale of running a league, and you know, you, you're telling people to put floodlights up and then perhaps give them less fixtures. So there's an issue there about going down to 18. Um, but also, I wouldn't particularly want to be in a league of 22, given that the FA dictate that the season has to finish by the end of yeah. end of April. Fixtures. You know, yeah, you know, you look at some of the clubs' fixture list now and then add in an extra four games, mm. which is what 22 team division would be, Good. you know, that in itself isn't something that I'd want, so, mm. you know, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll see, so we'll see on that one. Watch this space and such. Mm. Right, okay. Right, well, thanks for uh, summarising that. Um, midweek action is kicking off. This yeah, there's a little little bit next week, isn't there? Yeah, there is a little bit next week. Um, really, the sort of couple of clubs that are particularly sort of behind on their games. Uh, there's uh, in the East Division, Bobby Tracy have played the fewest, and they're at Elbert on Wednesday. Um, and in the West Division, uh, Salt Ash, obviously a little bit behind there, Launceston on Tuesday, and uh, a big game on Wednesday, Helston versus St. Austell. Mm. Yes, interesting one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay, and so might, uh, where might you be intending to visit this Saturday then? Right, well obviously the West programme is, is rather diluted by the Cornwall Senior Cup. This is, yeah. weather permitting, the last Saturday that oh, the Cornwall yes, Senior we Cup plays. We must mention, um, what is it, Storm Clara coming in? Or? Clara, Clara, yeah, Clara, Clara, Clara something that, yeah. yeah um, but I've checked the forecast again this morning, that's sort of Thursday morning, and it's still suggesting late Saturday night into Sunday. So right. hopefully, it, it, as long as the forecast is is correct we would have got the weekend's games out of the way right. but uh, so yes, they're all, uh, all three o'clock kickoffs at the moment no one's come forward um, no they're, they're all three o'clock yeah. except because there are three of the four Cornwall Senior Cup games are two o'clock yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's those uh, uh, so obviously yeah, with the Cornwall Senior Cup that reduces the West programme so I think a little a little anomaly for me would be a team beginning with I against a team beginning with I and there aren't too many of those fixtures over the years <laughs> I, so Ivy right. Versus Ilfra Coombe, right. I think stands out for me. That'd be an interesting little game. Ilfra Coombe, uh, obviously top of the, the East Division, looking well, but they've played a lot of home games, and uh, you know they've got a lot of travelling to do. And, and obviously, Ivybridge away is, is a potential banana skin, certainly. Yeah, although Mil Milbrook 
did the Rover last Saturday, didn't they? They did, they did, yeah. That was a yeah. Good result for. Yes, it was, it was. Um, uh, of course, uh, Millbrook this week, uh, along with Torpoint flying the East flag in the Senior Cup, aren't they? Millbrook yeah. at home to Lisgard. Torpoint with a, probably a more tricky trip to Mausel. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, be interesting to see the outcome of the Senior Cup games this weekend. Obviously, that doesn't affect the league, but. Um, no, and obviously, the, the, the next date is the semi finals on, on a midweek day at the beginning of March so you know it, from the league point of view it's the last Saturday where um, it, it has a sort of direct bearing but yeah. uh, with, with all these county cups and things you know you, you want um, a potentially team to win it uh, I suppose in the case of the senior cup there will be because the only question is whether it will be an east team or a west team now yeah. but uh, yeah that'd be interesting Millbrook tour point final wouldn't it it would wouldn't it yeah yeah, that would that would probably um, put a few noses out of joint, but cool uh, if they might forget to hold it. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I can't possibly comment. I can't possibly comment. Uh, on that note, I think we better finish. Yeah, well, I think we had a your Cornish podcast. Thanks, as usual, to Phil for uh, coming on the podcast every week and uh, letting us know what's happening in the Southwest Peninsula League. Well, what a waste of time that was, wouldn't it? Him going up to that meeting in, where was it, Leicestershire, and, and nothing exciting yeah. to report. Nah, poor fool, mate. We said that, didn't we, last week? I mean, they dragged him all the way up to Leicestershire, mate, to, to tell him they're going to do it in March. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even, not even done it, mate. It was gone up there for nothing, didn't it, basically? Yeah. But sounded like he had a decent weekend those days, didn't he? 18 goals in two games, three yeah. red cards, a 9-3 scoreline, mate, so... Seems like he had an entertaining weekend, didn't it, before that, anyway, didn't he? Mind you, I think some of the red cards he never saw because they, they happened in the changing room, by <laughs> sounds of it, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not quite sure what went on there. No, no, quite It would be interesting to be able to dust up in the tunnel by the sounds of it, mate, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it? But yeah. seen a few of them over the years, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, uh, good old Phil. Right, of course, the West Division of the... Southwest Peninsula League is missing a few games this Saturday due to it being quarter-final day in the Cornwall Senior Cup. And we hear from some that might be involved in those ties. Firstly, we go to Millbrook, who played Liscard, and hear from Tom Payne. He won't, unfortunately, be in action himself, though. First of all, you were supposed to be playing for the county last night. Um, injury? Yeah. What's the problem? Yeah, injured, picked up during the warm-up on Saturday. Um went to run and then felt a tear in my calf Ooh. and then went physio on Monday to try and get it sorted to play on the Tuesday but she said no grade one tear won't be able to play for two to three weeks so oh, we're missing right. Saturday as well right so you'll be on on the touchline presumably cheering your guys on will you yeah I'll be trying but I'm not a very good watcher <laughs> can't bear to watch if I'm honest uh, right okay so so you might be doing something else by sounds of it but uh, yeah maybe <laughs> right so You've beaten St. Day away in the previous round, um, no yep. serious problems. Then you, uh, before that, it was Newquay at home and it was penalty shootout. Well, yeah, first of all, scrape through on that one. I was going to say penalty shootout. What, are that, what you know, what's that like to experience? Yeah, very good. Considering the last time I had a penalty shootout in the Senior Cup, we lost to Weybridge and I missed one, so it was nice to. Um, Nice to actually win one in the uh, Senior Cup, and even the manager got to step up and slot away a penalty, which was fun. Oh, yes, I seem to remember Mac had mentioned that. So, uh, yeah. Right. Well, he would be there on Saturday, obviously. What's it like under the new manager? 
Um, yeah, it's pretty much the same, to be honest. I mean, we're all just a close-knit group of friends anyway, so it was just Mike stepping up, really, from assistant to manager. Obviously, we missed Macca and stuff, but it's pretty much the same there, just still working hard together and trying to get the res- right results. And, I mean, league form, well, it's not been going too bad, but you, you've dropped a couple sort of silly points, uh, haven't you, I, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, we've had a bit of a dip in form, but it's just... It's nothing to do with the manager change or anything. We've just been starting really poorly. Just been starting poorly and not sharp as we should be at the start of the game. But it's something we've spoke about and um, hopefully we've resurrected it with a good win on Saturday. Yeah, that was a good win, wasn't it? 4-1 at Ironbridge. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I didn't expect that one. Was it well-deserved? Yeah, I think so. We started really well. We started like we should have the previous games. Started well, 3-0 up within 15 minutes and then was solid throughout the game good game management and yeah I think we pretty much deserve the points good ok well Senior Cup Saturday Liscard at home it's going to be yep. strange playing a Cornish club isn't it yeah I know yeah it'd be nice actually nice to uh, nice to get back to where we once were would you rather be playing in Cornwall or are you happy doing what you're doing and obviously playing new teams in the in the Devon based side of the peninsula uh, I mean, it swings and roundabouts, really. It is nice going to different places and playing against teams that you don't know anything about, really. So you're kind of going into the unknown and you play at these new places against players you've never played before. But then we also look on the other hand and think we love playing down at Falmouth and playing against your Bobmans and St. Austell's. So we kind of miss that because we love playing against them and trying to step up our game and compete against them. So it's been a bit of a... Yeah, it's been swings and roundabouts. We just try our best every time we play, so yeah. we just got to stick with it. And so, Liscard home, you, you beat them, you'll be in the semi-finals. I, I can't remember how well Millbrook have done in recent years in the Senior Cup. No, I've, I mean, well, since I've been there the last three years, we haven't really got that far. I don't think we got past the second round. Oh, right. And we, we, I think we got to the quarter-final once, but that was from a bye. So, but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. You but, got um, to the quarter-final where you didn't play anyone. <laughs> yeah, like didn't it. play anyone. But we, we celebrated it, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> right. And so, so Liscard, I mean, you've you got a fancy a win in this one, haven't you? Liscard is struggling a little bit at the moment, mid-table. Yeah, but I mean, you never, we never take Liscard for granted. They've always been kind of a bogey team for us so we're not going to take them for granted at all we're going to have to go out from the start start better than we have done in previous games and just play our game and try and try and get through to the next round and next round semi-final um, then anything can happen can't it yeah that's it I mean if we get we get through on Saturday like if one game that semi-final anything can happen we could get a referee's decision go our way or something and then we're in a final of a senior cup which would be absolutely massive for the club yeah well is, uh, apart from yourself is everyone else available and fit and raring to go yep I think so everyone's fit and raring they're all training tonight so getting prepped for it so yeah I think everyone's all raring to go so you're you're missing out on training well that's a bit of a you know bit of a shame isn't it yeah, yeah, massive shame. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, we wish you the best of luck, Tom, and injury yeah. as well as uh, to Millbrook. And uh, yeah, well, nice you never know, we might be talking to each other about semi final. Yeah, fingers crossed, though, fingers crossed. Your Cornish podcast. Yep, this uh, South East Cornwall derby uh, could be a close one, couldn't it, Rapper? I don't know. Well, uh, Millbrook on paper should be the winners. 
Yeah, I agree with that, Dave. I, I've sort of got it down in the, in the notes here. Make me up and doodling, Dave. I got it. I got Milbert to win by a goal, mate. I think. I, right. I think it will be. Is yeah, going to be one nil, three two, two one, four I, three. I think I've, I've, yeah, two one. I've got here, mate. Two, doodle two one. You doodled yeah. two one. Yeah. <laughs> of, right. um, but uh, yeah, Tonzo's a good player, Dave. Didn't I? I, I read uh, in last month's... Um, Cornish Soccer Magazine, mate, didn't it? You? you did an interview with him. Mm-hmm. Free um, kick specialist. Yeah, that's it, mate. A bit, well, a bit like yourself, Dave. Likes a free kick, mate. I mean, I, I owe the old free kicks, uh, you know, well, probably about 150 goals from free kicks, Dave. So, love a free kick, mate. Uh, yeah, nice way to get a goal. Especially if you've got that keeper in the toilet. <laughs> took his free kick. <laughs> oh, go on about <laughs> poor old chap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, poor chap, mate. But uh, he's a bit disorientated, I think, mate. But, um, but yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, well done to Tom, mate. Sounds like he's had a good career and sounds a good lad as well, mate, with it. And, and that's off as well, Dave, really. You've got to say to, I know we've said it before, mate, haven't we, but to Tor Point and Milbrook for sort of, Embracing the East Division, really, mate. And they, I mean, they're both both doing really well in it, and it's it's great to see, really, mate, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah. really good to see. You know, well, you know, felt sorry for both of them at the start of the season, being sort of put in there without a choice, and and then they're, you know, not being, you know, allowed <laughs> into the charity cup as well, mate. It was a bit of a kick in the kick in the teeth as well, wasn't it, mate? But 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 you know, credit to both clubs, they they're doing really well, aren't they? Tall point Milbert and you know, interesting to see how well they're doing each week, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Tall point third, Millbrook sixth, and both mm. in with a shout of, uh, yeah. of uh, well, a top two place. Um, we must remind everyone, because I keep seeing it all over the place, who gets promoted this season. It can be the top two from each division, west and east. That's, yeah. that's clear as, you know... Anything, isn't it? That the top two can go up this season from east to west. So, uh, um, top ones yeah. will go up. Second place um, do have a bit of an option, but um, so it's all to yeah. play for. Um, certainly yeah, in the east. Great. So, uh, yeah, that's a that's a really open league that one day, isn't it? The east. Yeah, that's right. Really open. Going to be interesting end of the season, though, isn't it? To see who goes up and down, and you know. That's if the FA decide and and and, well, meet yeah. and you know who is gonna. No, it's gonna be the top two go up. So uh, we know. <laughs> right. Next up, yeah. Waybridge are at home to St Blasey, and so good reason to speak to the Bridges manager Paul Rowe. It seems I only speak to you when it's Senior Cup. Is that right or not? Seems like it. Yeah, when we get hammered by somebody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, Senior Cup weekend this weekend, and uh, obviously looking forward to it. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. You've been to Pendine, you've been to Port Levin, now you're home to St. Blasey. Yeah, Pendine was tough. It was tough down there. A heavy pitch, a well-organised side, and we were, we were glad to get through that one. Um, albeit on penalties, you know, and this, this one seems a long time coming, really. Um, sort of, league's been on the on the forefront, and all of a sudden now it, it's here, it's, the lads are excited, and good turnout for training tonight, and um, hopefully go and do the business. Yeah, I mean, what's it like... Uh in a penalty shootout when, well, it could go either way, couldn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, it was, um, obviously, <laughs> being an England fan down the years, you get used to them, don't you? don't expect to win them when they come along. So when we, we were down there, and to be fair, we missed one in normal time, Kyle flew, he, he stepped up, scored this, and 
that settled a few nerves, I think, when Fluey sort of, you know, grabbed grabbed the mantle and, and, and did that. And, and Rob Rosary is quite a big presence. And, yeah, we saved, I think he saved two of the first three. And after that, it was a, I mean, it always looked like we were going to win it. Um, you know, you never can be certain. But, yeah, we were reasonably comfortable and, and, and glad to come away with there with, uh, with our, our name in the app for the next round. So, yeah, good. When you had to choose the five to take, you know, the, the first five, were their eyes avoiding you or did they all come forward and want to take it? We had five. Um, we would have liked for it to go to six or seven, Dave. I'm glad we put it all out, put it to bed after five because oh. there, there were a few, um, there were a few breaking eye contact after that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so five, I think five, yeah, I think I might have took one or one or two of them. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. We had we had a good five. They were they were confident and they sort of stuck their hands up and wanted to do it. And um, we put it. I think we got to the fourth one. What time we sort of won the tie? So yeah, yeah definitely didn't need six, seven, or eight. So they didn't fancy that at all. Good. A few bottlers in there. Yeah. yeah. Right now, so Blazy, um, you met them once in the league, finished two all. What's going to be different this time around? Um, don't know. It's, it's also, neither of us are in great form. I think if you sort of we played each other maybe three or four weeks ago, you'd have said two of the probably informed sides in the league going head to head and probably when the draw was made. Although we probably, you know, some lazy would, wouldn't mind to getting us and likewise us to them. I don't think that's giving away any secrets really when some of the big hitters left in. I think we're two real informed sides. They've lost a couple of games and two or three. We've kind of just lost our way a little bit over the last couple of weeks. So, Probably two teams that which whoever can sort of get back to where they can be on the day will probably go through, Dave, I think. And, and hopefully that's that's going to be us. You know, we've got a count of youth boys coming back. They'll give us a bit of quality and, and energy as well, what I think we really lacked at the weekend. Um, although Sam Wickens is, is on crutches at the moment after a college game today. So hopefully uh, hopefully he'll turn the corner the top time Saturday comes around. But um we're just hoping that we can get back to the sort of form that we were in three or you know three or four weeks ago, and maybe even the St. Austin defeat where I thought we were good. Um, we, we weren't particularly good on Saturday, and that's been that's been kind to the lads, really. You won, so, didn't you? No, I got beat by Launceston at the weekend. Lost two one. Oh, of course. Something like yes. you, Dave. Yeah, lost two yeah. one, and and Launce were really good value for that. We we didn't, we were really poor. Um, lacked energy. Lacked. Um, sort of any sort of conviction, um, passing was poor, and it was as bad as we've been all season, if I'm honest. And um, we need to put that one behind us uh, pretty quick um, and move on to Saturday and just put that down, hopefully to a blip rather than something more long term. Because mm. the week before, obviously, it was the Salt Ash game, wasn't it? So, um, yeah, but yes. Yeah. You wouldn't have expected too much from that one. I did expect to get beat 8-2, though. Um, we, we have improved a lot. The, the previous week, on a salt ash for me, are on, on a different level to most of them in the league. But we went down to St. Austin. We're really competitive down there. We had players out. Again, I, I don't want to go off on about it too much, but the, the, the county youth boys give us so much. Um, and I know that's not exclusive to us. We're not the only team that lose players to that. But I think some of the other clubs could absorb that a little bit better than we can. And um, we, we went up there and I, I set us up trying to be hard to beat and we were quite the opposite. Um, so, you know, I didn't expect a win out there. I, I certainly didn't think we'd get a big deal. I thought those days were long behind us, but so Aspen was soup on the day and um, no complaints. And, uh, it probably could have been more if I'm honest that day, you know. <laughs> so, um, but what, what was disappointing is we didn't seem to have cleared our heads from that last week. Yeah, we still seem a little bit sorry for ourselves and think maybe think about the ones that weren't there rather than the ones that were. And we were really poor against Lawson. So we need to, you know, get those guys on the field on Saturday and hopefully that, that gives us an upturn in 
in energy and belief as well, I think. So training tonight, you're about to, to yep. shoot off for it. Um, is it going to be a hard session or do they deserve a, you know, a bit of a, just a casual sort of, that's no, it'll just be it'll just be a sharpener, really. It'll just be a, just be a sharpener, Dave, and a, and a few other bits and pieces. Uh, glad we're not going out live because um, probably Matt Aid will be in the bushes doing a bit else otherwise. But <laughs> we're just we're just gonna we're just gonna be doing um, a few set pieces. Um, the lads are all there, but I think bar one, I think obviously Sam Wickens is missing bar two. So we're all gonna be doing just just a few set pieces, a bit of sharpener, just get and just get Saturday out the system, really have a bit of fun. Um, a few little competitions, maybe an oldies for young and six aside at the end, get the lads laughing again. Because I had a bit of a pop of them after the game on Saturday and uh, didn't hang around long afterwards. So, uh, so I think it's just a case of now back on the, you know, back on the bike, so to speak, and um, have a bit of a fun, bit of fun, sharpen up, work on one or two bits that we can probably put right quickly from last weekend, and hopefully take it in the Saturday. And do you train indoors or outdoors? Now we train over at Cali with them, a real nice facility oh, yeah. there. Right. Um, yeah, over there. So um, we're, yeah, we're outdoors. So we've got plenty of rooms to do what we need to do. Share it with Camelford. Um, they what, they have the apps. We have apps. Yeah, on the same night. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. So we haven't quite talked about having a match against us yet. Make up for Boxing Day game that was off. But yeah, so we we, we share it on the same night. Half a pitch. It's a, it's a big old um, yeah. 4G over there, and there's plenty of room to do whatever we need to do. So. That'll so whoever gets there first ends up choosing a good push over halfway line a little bit. You know, we seem to get a bit more account if we get there before then. So. <laughs> that must be interesting, uh, the, the, the midweek before when you play each other. Yeah, I suppose that hasn't, hasn't quite happened yet because obviously the one was, was boxing day, yeah. so the college wasn't open, so we didn't train. But yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, put, put a barrier up on the halfway line or something and... Yeah. yeah, you'd get done for spying, wouldn't you, on the opposition? Yeah, we would, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. well, I'll let you go. Um, all the best for Saturday. Um, Thanks, Dave. You know, you're into the semi-finals if you win this one. Yeah, I'm not. Andy, old ass secretary, will know exactly how long it is, but it feels like a very long time since we were in, into the semi-finals. So that's a big incentive for the lads to try to get there, but it's just, you know, winning another football game, really, and part of our progressive and development, and um, hopefully we can do that Saturday and get back on track. That, that, that's key for me after last weekend. Now, putting a really good performance and see if we can do it. But, yeah, there's no, it, it is a bigger game than, than what's been, you know, coming around week in, week out. It's a massive opportunity for everyone in the football club, um, and I just hope the boys turn up this week. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Okay, so uh, that was Rower there. Now, Penalty shootouts, Rappo. I, I, I think yeah. I might have asked you this before, but just remind me: were you ever yeah. involved in any or not? Yeah, it was, Dave. Yeah, not not too many, really, though, Dave. You know, which is a shame, really, because I, I love the penalty, mate. I love the old penalty to shoot in the keeper. But um, but no, I think I think the most heartbreaking one I had, Dave, was um, it was in the FA Vars, mate, last thirty-two, and we played uh, Tilbury, mate. Uh, don't know if you remember that one. I mean, it's a long time ago. But um, I think we got a one-all after extra time up there, mate. And nearly won it in in, in uh, extra time, mate. And we, and we got them back to Bickland the following Saturday, mate. Uh, so we, we drew up there. And then they come down. We did the same at Bickland, mate. We drew after extra time. And I was due to go fifth, mate. Uh, last, I think it was... Uh, it was managed to them, I think it was Ray, mate. 
And he goes, do you want to go first or last? And I said, oh, I'll go last. You know, I thought I could be a hero here. He <laughs> <laughs> never even got to me. <laughs> yeah, I think I think three out of our four missed, mate. So, oh, no. yeah, we lost 3-1, I think, mate. Lost 3-1 on panel. He's a real mud bath as well, it was, mate. So, mm. yeah, so that was probably the most heartbreaking one, mate. That would have took us through to the last... 16 in the last day so mm. but yeah but no nah, not not to be honest mate i've not not been in too many really mate not mm. really been in too many no well, i expect rower probably wouldn't want to be in one this coming saturday would he um but it's well nah. it's way bridge st blazy that's going to be a close game close game it, yeah it will mate. I, th- I think rower will fancy this one they sounds like you know the the home advantage, I think, possibly, mm. but but like you say, mate, two evenly matched teams, I think, mate, and I think this is one of them games. It's like all on the day job, mate, and it'd be be uh, an interesting, mate. You know, if you wanted to see the the bridges and the camels training almost together, oh, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To that, mate. quite unique, isn't it? That's <laughs> yeah, bit, well. Almost a bit weird, yeah. really, to, to see them both on yeah. the same training pitch. Yeah, I didn't realise that until we... Yeah. No, same time, mate, half a pitch heat. Like you say, mate, if they're playing like, on the Saturday, it would be a bit, bit weird, mate, wouldn't it, looking across? <laughs> yeah, I wonder if Reg or Wino or Ravich there, like Klopp does, mate, in Liverpool, doesn't he? He just stands on the halfway line and watches yeah. the other team warm up, doesn't he, mate? Yeah. A little bit perverted, I think, mate, in a way. Just staring at the other team, mate, for 20 minutes. But, mm. but, but uh, yeah, but, yeah, I suppose it's working for him, mate, anyway, isn't it? Not what Klopp's doing, mate. Oh, I thought you meant Rower is working for him. Yeah, I, I know Rower's good, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I spent enough time with him to get that easy for him, mate. Anyway, cracks me up, he does, mate. <laughs> One of the funniest guys you ever meet, mate. On a, on a night out like David, the, the more the, the, the more points that go down, mate, the funnier he gets as well, Dave. He's a, he's a, he's a star, Rower, mate. Actually, I, really. I, did, I did very quickly read a tweet from today I think where he suggested that he ran around Badeev Parkway Bridge with no clothes on once or something but uh, yeah I think I've heard that story mate yeah, yeah, so. yeah I think it's true mate <laughs> yeah he's, he's mad he's mad mate right. yeah what a lot brilliant entertainment okay well um, thanks for him doing that it's our predictions now and uh, well five games yeah. from around the county and guess what the which the first one is it's the Senior Cup tie Waybridge against St Blasey but before that how did we get on last week yeah we was close Dave I mean it got cut down at five games mate it got cut down to four mate with Fremalstone getting called off mate wasn't it at Malpas I think we said that anyway mate yeah. we suggested that was going to happen I think so we should get a point for that shouldn't we yeah, that's true, mate. Yeah, yeah. I've seen Malpas in his splendour many a time, though, and yeah, go down there expecting the game of football, mate. And there's a load of ducks swimming along <laughs> on the pitch, mate. You, you know that's it, mate. Yeah, but but yeah, so it's down to four games. We got close actually on a couple of days. Got close, but but not not uh, enough, mate. So still nine four, mate. To you mm. nine four. Okay, yeah. so. 
As I said, this week, let's kick off with Weybridge against St Blasey. We've already decided this is, well, I think we've both decided this is going to be a tight one. Weybridge 15th, St Blasey 12th. I don't think St Blasey actually scored in the league now for about five games or something like that. So so um, they, they've gone a bit uh, uh, absent without leave up front, I think. So um, uh, are they going to notch any this week? I'm going to go for a very exciting nil-nil. We haven't had a nil-nil prediction before, have we? No, we haven't, mate. That's, yeah, I'm impressed with that, mate. <laughs> especially, especially the Landrakoons playing, mate. Uh, oh, he's like back at, he's, haven't I seen him up at Tiverton again now or something? Oh, is he back, is he, mate? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Don't, don't see many uh, goalless games with him on the pitch, mate, but... I've got the same as you, Dave. I'm, I've, I think it'll be a close one, but I've, I've gone for goals. But, um, Good. I've gone for Des- Desmond, mate. Desmond 2-2, oh. mate. A 2-2? Yeah. yeah, I think so, mate. Scrappy, mud, field, scrappy old 2-2, mate. Proper cup tie, I reckon it'll be. So, Proper is it going to go to penalties? Oh, I don't know, mate. Is someone going to nick it in extra time? Yeah. Matt Lloyd. Going to pop one in there. Yeah. Extra time. I reckon when you be there, I'm going to 3 2 Weybridge, mate. Extra time. I'll go for that. But I'm going to go 2 all, mate. But on for the, the old sake of this minutes. competition, you're going for a 2 2 after 90 yeah. minutes, yeah? 2 2, mate, yeah. Right. 2 2. Okay. Yeah. Right. Southwest Peninsula League, West Callington, uh, Callington versus Lanson, or Launston, as you pronounce mm. it. So, uh, yeah, be a proper Cornish. What's mate, your thoughts about this uh, one? Um, this could be another game, Dave, that might not be played, mate, if the old Morris Field gets uh, it. Well, when is it okay until Sunday, isn't it? So, come on. Let's yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I'm hopeful. You get all those people uh, on the forum that say, oh, I don't think we're going to get many games played this week. Yeah. Yeah, and we're only Thursday. Come on. Yeah, true. Me, me, me glasses half empty, yeah. Dave, isn't it? Me glasses. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I guess I've done not I, mate? Lawson had a good, good win last week, mate, didn't they, at, at Weybridge? I think it was a similar sort of game, mate, really. Callington away, in it? So, so, so I'm going to say Lawson to win again, mate, 2-1, and a weight win. Right. Couldn't nick it. Couldn't nick it. Yeah, because Lawson beat... Um, Boybridge, didn't they? Uh, Rowers team. Um, yeah. Callington. See, Nicky Morgan was involved at Callington yeah. then, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's boys yeah. playing for them, isn't he? I think. Sam, is it? Sam, Sam. yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, yeah. So. Good bloke to have around, Dave. Pardon? Good bloke to have around, mate. Yes. I uh, wonder if he's got his Premiership winner's medal out for the lads, mate. <laughs> Play for Blackburn, didn't he? Yeah, not yeah. sure how many games he played that season, mine, but uh, no. but anyway, you needed to play Wangles, didn't you, to to get a medal? I think so. Is that right? Mm. Yeah, good on him, mate. Good on him. Yeah. Anyway, Callington lost the last three. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, Lanson beat Wade Bridge. I'm gonna go with a well. I'm I'm plenty of goals. I'm on this week. Callington won. Yeah. Lance and nil. Really, mate? <laughs> yes. Ooh. Yeah. Well on, mate. <laughs> oh, ne- next one's a cracker, right. isn't it? Now, next one, cracking. we uh, touched on it with the interview with Mike Arscott from Hale. It's in the um, Kerno Stone League Cup, isn't it? The, yeah. the Superior yeah. League. Hale against St. Austell. 
sixth yeah, in so the West. Sorry, mate, sorry to interrupt. So, Nostal and Milbrook representing the East, mate. Yeah. As it could be a clean sweep of West teams going through, mate. So, oh, is that right? So, They're uh, the only two left. Yeah, because uh, Falmouth beat Morgan last week, didn't they, in the other tie? Right. So, you've got Ailes and Nostal, and, you know, this week, haven't you? And St. Day, Power and Porth, obviously, is an all West. And then, what's the other one, mate? Milbrook. Milbrook, it's uh, nice. Tonight, mate, yeah, so you'd fancy some nice, there, not it? So, so, yeah, so I don't want to go on about the East against Sparky, but, uh, you know, you're representing, <laughs> mate. <laughs> they're representing, mate. <laughs> right. Not saying the West is better, but... <laughs> no pressure, no pressure at all. <laughs> we that old chest again. No, no, no you start bad. that, he'll be on the phone to me, you know. He will have, Although, he will have. I'm not sure whether he's in, in Portugal during the week these days at the moment or not. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Could be, could be. but anyway, so Hale home to St Austell. Well, Hale won four two last week, didn't they? Mm, yeah. I think it's going to yeah. be the same scoreline this week. But to St Austell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hale yeah. two, yeah, St Austell four is my tip. Yeah, I've gone three two, mate. Actually, I've gone Hale two, St Austell three. Mate. Ah. I, I think that yeah, they're good. I think they'll be tested though, mate, this week, St Austell, but. You know, they're a good side, mate, and they? So, a lot of talented lads, mate, banging in the goals. But I think that immaculate ale pitch, mate, will probably suit some of yes, those days, that's true. Their football. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's no... Uh, I don't think Mark will mind uh, playing at ale, mate, when he sees the surface that uh, Greg yeah. produces down there, mate, will he? So, yeah. So, yeah. so I've gone 3-2. Um, You've gone 4-2, David. Yeah. yeah. Away, it's an Austin 4-2. Yeah, Barrett, Bishop yeah. and Kilby. Yeah, no doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, done it every other week, mate, isn't it? So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I reckon they put them on the old screen before they've even played. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, next Probably one, Dutchy Division One, the Nivet Inn against Foxhole Stars Reserves. Sure. Top two, mate. Yeah, top two. Second against yeah, top. So, what's your thoughts on this one? I don't know, mate. Man, if it got some good, um, some good players, mate. I looked at their team sheet the other week, mate. They got some good. Uh, I think, um, I think DJ signed on for them, mate. As cover as well. I think cool. DJ's played for Lanivet this season, mate. Yeah. DJ from Botman, yeah. But um, don't quote me on that, though. But yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, Dave. I've got a little feeling, mate, that Lanivet might just nick this one, mate. Three two. Well, they got a hundred percent record in the league, haven't they? So. They yeah. obviously know what they're doing. Um, Foxhole top, yeah. what are they? They've they've played many games or not? They've only played about one more, I think, haven't they? But, um, yeah, not too many, is it? Oh, oh nine they've played. So, um, like yeah. nine and they've dropped the four points. So, whew, this could yeah. be tough. I'm going to go with a 3-2 to Lenivic. You're going three two as well, mate. Oh, you said three two, did you? Yeah, that's what I said, mate. Yeah, I'll yeah. go with a three, a four three. Four four, beauty, mate. I think there will be goals, mate. Don't you? Looking at the, well, they better be. I mean, they both, yeah, they both scored like loads of goals, haven't they? But they they have let them in as well, though, haven't they? So, yeah, looking at their sort of goals for and against records, mate. They're both, yeah. So I think there will be goals, mate. 4-3. Okay, mate. 3-2, okay. Right. Okay. And yeah. the last one, Trelawney Division 2, 
And I think I might be right in saying these are two teams we haven't featured on the predictions before. No. St. Erwin yeah, against Resurgeon Reserves. Yeah. My old club day, St. Erwin. Yes. Remember that, mate? Yes. I think you come and watched the game, didn't I you? I did. Club day with Brisbane a couple of times, mate, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the first season, mate, well, an inaugural season day I played for St. Erwin when we first started the team off. And great bunch of lads, mate. I think it's virtually one of me last season, Saturday football, mate. I think it was actually, Dave. I think my knee went after that. 45, I think it was, Dave. Actually, I've done them a disservice already because I said Division 2. It's actually Division 1 of Trelawney. Division so 1. Yeah, they got promoted last year, Dave, actually. So, right. Was it a year before? Yeah. 66 I had that season, Dave. First season. Six, oh, yeah. sorry, goals, not age. Yeah, you told me. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I felt it, mate, <laughs> by the end of the season. I must admit, mate, yeah. Yeah, 66, six. man. How many yeah. of those were headers? Oh, quite a few, mate, because Tony Penrose was playing as well, mate, in that team. So well, it was a bit of an old up, boys club oh, all the time, Dave. I reckon over half of them would have been headers that season, mate. Right. I reckon. Yeah, we had a little corner routine going, mate, and it was so obvious, but no one could... Like, I would just go to the far post, mate, stand on the far post. Tony would, like, whip... I mean, he's got a lovely delivery, mate, as you know, don't you, Tony? And, you know, great right foot on him. And he'd just whip the ball to the far post, though. I used to give the the lads, give them a stand, you know, covering the post, a little push in the back. <laughs> just step off, just step off in two yards, mate, and I'd have a free header. Honestly, though, I reckon out of 66, I reckon I had 20 of them like that that season. I think I had three in one game. Because we beat Carrara 11-0, and I had nine in that game, mate, or was it eight? Eight or not, and I had three identical goals <laughs> down the bottom goal, you know, at Tristan, yeah. mate, you know, with a little bit of slow. But yeah, and it was all the same, mate. That, that little push in the back, and yeah, I got away with it, got away with murder, did they? So, but, yeah. you had 20, say 20 headed goals, but with VAR, most of them wouldn't have counted. <laughs> no, they wouldn't have, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> no. Anyway, no, what's going to be this Saturday? <laughs> Good, good club. Resurgent going well, though, David. They um, always, you know, wouldn't want to go against them, though, because great bunch of lads. So, oh, so I'm going to go, go for another Desmond, I think, mate. Yeah? Is it my go? Sorry, mate, is it well, my go? Yeah, it might as well be, no. Sorry, mate. Yeah, sorry, mate, yeah. Yeah, two all, mate. So they're in two Resurgent, too, mate. All right. Both, yeah. both going well. Actually, they've played a lot of yeah. games, haven't they, for considering... Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, I suppose they're only halfway through the season. Oh, no, they're just over halfway, aren't they? There are 14 teams yeah. in the league and in, in the division. And Resurgent yeah. have played 16, St. Aram 15. Uh, top half of the table, but not... Well, actually, Resurgent haven't lost away this season in the league, so are they going to... Is this going to be their first defeat? You've gone... Oh, what have you gone? Yeah, I've gone two all, mate. Two yeah, all. gone... Tough, tough on the call. Yeah. Tough on the call. I'm going to go with a draw as well. 1-1. One, one. Yeah. 1-1. One, one. Okay, mate. Nice one. Okay. All right, mate. So there yeah. we go. We shall see yeah, how we get on yeah. next week. Hope they're all played. Hope they're all played, mate. Yeah. Well, favourite of those not to be played, I guess, would be the side that plays at the Marsh Field. Yeah. A clue so, there in the name of the ground, yeah. isn't it? Really? So. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> 
Right. Right. Okay. So to the last interview of the episode this week, and it's with Dane Bonney. No suggestions, Cam Weldon, that I'm favouring Saltash United this season. It just happens to be (laughs) Dane wanted to talk to the Friday Fix podcast. He's the assistant manager, of course, at the Ashes, and they travel to play the senior cup holders farm of town, and it should be a good one. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, Obviously, cup quarter final, farm of away, similar, or the same fixture as, as what was the final last year. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Of course, um, you beat them in the League Cup final last season. You lost, as you just mentioned, in the Senior Cup final. So, do you sort of think back about that game, or is that now gone, done and dusted, and obviously there's been a lot of matches played since then, so this is a whole fresh sort of uh, uh, clash between the two of you? Um, I think it's probably, like, gone, done and dusted now. Um, You know, I mean... If I remember rightly, the, the League Cup final in itself was, was quite a drab affair. Um, and and I, I remember saying to our players at half-time, come on, we look really lethargic. Um, and I think that was just because it was it was like uh, a week to ten days after the season had finished and we kind of had to get going again. And it was kind of one of those games. I think this game on Saturday, because the clubs won a final each, I don't think anybody's got any kind of real... Uh, bugbear so um, yes it's just a fresh season like you know I I think it would have been different had we lost both finals last year I think we would have been out to out to to make a mark but but it's not really like that it's it's, uh, it's a new season it's it's uh, it's a completely clean slate and and we'll obviously be looking to get one up on them before we play them in the league um, because we haven't played them in the league yet and, and they'll be saying the same thing about us yeah, in fact, you've got them four times yet, haven't you? Because you meet each other in the Charity Cup semis as well. So you're going to know a lot, a lot about each other by, uh, well, by the end of April. Yeah, and obviously we played each other four times last season as well. So it's um, eight fixtures in, in two seasons, basically. So, so yes, um, we seem to keep getting drawn to farm. I've beat them in a, in a Charity Cup semi-final a couple of years ago as well. So, um you know, but then in the in the in the in the cups, you expect to meet the, the better sides in Farmer for a good side. So um, if we're if ourselves are going quite far in cups, you expect to meet these teams. Yeah, I mean, there's no. I tend to think there's no real shocks anymore in the senior cup. I mean, you look at the last eight now; you're all Peninsula sides. Um, you know, long long gone are the days where you might have just had a combination side or an East Cornwall Premier side creep into the to the latter stages, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. But what I am pleased about this year is is that um, you know teams in the upper regions of our division, I think it was, joined in the in the kind of second or third round mm. um, because we've had a couple of, or in the last couple of years we've played teams um you know from from lower divisions in one like 15 now and 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 that doesn't do us any favors and it certainly doesn't do the opposition any favors so i do think they got it right this year in in terms of bringing the the big hitters in a couple of stages later um because i just think it's um it's better for everyone really yeah everyone fit and available for saturday yeah, yeah. I mean, we've had a couple of knocks here and there, but nothing, nothing really to write home about. Everybody's uh, raring to go. Obviously, um, it's quite well documented that we're quite behind on our fixtures. So um, our midweeks 
start next week, believe it or not, um, from now throughout to the end of the season. So um, anybody that has had a little niggle, we've we've taken advantage and, and given them a rest in the last uh, Saturday or so. So because um, we know we're about to enter a big period in our season. So so yeah, but overall everybody's um, fit, and if anybody has got a knock, on the way back. And where does the senior cup? or this Senior Cup game rank in importance uh, because obviously you are still very much going for the League League Cup and the Charity Cup. So, yeah. uh, so which, which well, the League obviously is number one, but where does the Senior Cup rank? Well, probably the highest out of the Cups. You know, it's, it's, um, it's, it's, if last season someone said to us, you can only win one of the finals, we, we would definitely pick that one, I think. Um, not, not taking anything away from the League Cup final, but, but we were defending champions of the Senior Cup at the time. Um, we've been in the final for the last three years and we've only won it once. So, um, you know, we don't particularly think that's a great record. So, so it's nice to be there, but in my opinion, you might as well go out in the second round. Um, you know, so, so, uh, yeah, we want to get to the, we want to get to the final again. We want to win it, um, you know. And yeah, I think I did. I think when I was on before, back in the summer or at the start of the season, I, I think I did say I'd happily go out of every every round in the first round if if someone could say we'll win the league. But as, as you go through the rounds and you get closer and closer, your kind of mindset changes and you get greedy and you just want to win it all. Then, like, you know? so <laughs> it, it, your, your mindset kind of changes as you go deeper into the season. So. Every every competition we're in is important. We want to win. We want to win every competition we can. Um, we'll obviously need a little bit of luck in terms of injuries and, and key players staying fit and the depth of the squad staying there. And um, but there's no reason why we can't do it. And looking back on the Senior Cup final last year, you must feel as if you were done over a bit by Farmer Three, mustn't you? Because I mean, you had a lot of the possession, a lot of the game. They soaked up the pressure and. and Caught you out, really, didn't they? Yeah, they, they caught us out on set pieces. Um, you'll remember that both of their goals came from a from a corner. Yeah. Um, and 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 that was something we addressed in between the two finals. Um, and we really, really worked hard um, leading up to the League Cup final on combating their set pieces. Watched it back on videos and things like that, and then put something in place. And then in the League Cup final, they they we kind of nullified that. Um, but yeah, you're right. The Senior Cup final last year was a funny old day, to be honest with you. I mean, we had we had some bad news in the morning um, with one of our supporters passing away. Um, it was um, it wasn't great prep, if I'm honest. The, the venue for the final wasn't great because the pitch wasn't good after the winter. Um, we had to warm up over the other side. Um, you know, I'm not making excuses, but it, the whole day just seemed a little bit of a, of a weird one. Um, so, in, in getting done by two two set plays as well. Um, yeah, we had a lot of the ball. Don't forget, we went down to ten men, which cost us a bit as well. So, you know, it, all all, the, all those factors when you throw it in the pot, I, you know, we kind of did get done on the day. But I don't think we could take anything away from Falmouth because because they put the ball away twice and. And, uh, and and we weren't able to really threaten them. Mm. So, you know, on that particular day, they, they, they deserve to win the game. OK, and I can't let you go without obviously talking about the league. Lots of us suggesting it's a two-horse race uh, between you and Helston. But actually, there's a lot of tough games to play before you 
meet Helston, isn't there? Uh, uh, I mean, you play on the 21st of March, but before that, you've got a lot of tough games. Yeah, we have. I mean, to be fair, Helston have, have played a lot of their tougher ones. Um, they've put the ball back in our court. Now we have to do the same. We have to come through our games. I think we've got Bobman and Falmouth away and, um, you know, teams like that. I think we've got Mauser at home as well. Um, but, you know, I mean, Helston has still got some tough places to go to as well. I mean, Porth Levon, you know, I believe there's some kind of local rivalry down there, Porth Levon with, with Helston. Mm. I think they've got to entertain Bobman at home. This weekend, they've got Dobbles away, which Dobbles is not an easy place to go to. And I, I hope, like, um, we often say to our players that, that every team raises it when they play against Salt Ash. Salt Ash is a massive club in, in Cornwall, as you know. Um, and, and every club, when they play against when they play against us, they really want to take a scalp. But I hope the rest of the league are getting up for the games against Houston as much as they get up against the games against South Ash. Like, you know, I mean, when we played Dobbles the other week, they, they were ready to go to war. So I, <laughs> I, hope, I, 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 I hope they're the same this weekend when they play Houston as well, because, uh, you, know, you know, there's no two ways about it. When we play against teams, we've, we've got to up, we've got to, play every game like it's a cup final mm-hmm. and um, you know I think the rest of the league is is got leagues within leagues and, and I just hope that uh, teams are getting up for these games as much as they do when they play against Saltash but you know the ball's in our court we've got to keep winning we've got to keep putting pressure on Helston and, and hope that they slip but you know and, and make sure that we're ready and we're there when they do slip up so as, lo- as long as we keep winning then um, then it sets those two games up nicely, which is what I think all the neutrals are looking for. Don't necessarily think it's a two horse race yet either. I don't think it's I don't think it's gone past that point. I think a good run from many of the sides, a good run from Bobman, Hep Mauser or Senor still see them drag themselves back in. Really? Yeah, just you know, I mean I know that they they're on the points that they're on for a reason, but but who's to say they won't go on a um a run between now and the end of the season and certainly affect things anyway. Mm. But we'll see, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting time between now and the end of the season. Um, and all, like I said, all we can do is keep looking after ourselves. The way we're looking at it is if we win every game, we win the league. Right. And it's a, it's a tall order, but but that might be what we have to do. OK, and of course, you went over the, the uh, 100 league goals last Saturday. Most goals scored, least goals conceded at the moment. It's all going your way. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's, you know, it's a, it, on, on paper, it's a recipe, f- you know, for success. Whoa. If you score the most goals and concede the less, you, 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 would, you would think you're, you know, you'd, you'd look at the league table and you'd probably be surprised we're third in the league. But, you know, but equally, I think... Any team that wins 21, 22 games in a row as well might look at it and feel a bit deflated that they're only potentially two points clear. So, you know, it can work both ways. And, um, you know, the 100 goals is great. It won't define our season. The silverware will. Um, but I think the league record is 151. All right. So, so we've got our... We've got our sights set on that now, which, which, which you'd think uh, if we've scored 120 
402 in 20, you'd think we should be able to get there, really, if we keep the pace up. So that's what we'll look at. But uh, I'd at least win every other game 1-0 and win the league, you know? Yeah, of course, the cynics would say that, ah, well, the standard is it's a good this season. There's a lot of clubs that have come up, so no one knew you are scoring, you know, for the pleasure. Well, I've seen a few people say that, and it, it, it annoys me a little bit because the people that are saying that are, are, are kind of... Um, people that have never got near playing in the Peninsula League um, for a start um, so why would they know what the standard is Sec- secondly um, if it was that easy why aren't all the rest of the top five or six over 100 goals e- even when they've played more games than us you know so I-, I don't think anybody should take the achievement away from us it's, it's a good achievement and-, and there's no doubt about it we're, we're very good attacking wise so um you know, it's uh, it's a good achievement and one that we're quite proud of. Your Cornish podcast. Tyler Round, isn't it, rapper? Yeah, I'll just write that down, David. It could be the final, couldn't it, mate? Really? No, it's quarterfinal. Could it can't be the final as well. It's the quarterfinal. <laughs> no, no, it'd be a beer. I mean, I love the game, though, isn't it? It, it, it? Yeah. yeah the biggest game in the county this weekend, mate, isn't it? But... Um, Obviously, you know, with their history, they've got a bit of history going now, mate, haven't they? Falling yeah. from South Africa over there. But uh, I'll have the old tweet alerts on Saturday afternoon, mate, for that one. Mm. Well, I'm away, Dave. But, uh, but like you said, mate, it's a strong, you know, it's a strong final eight, isn't it? All quarter finalists. You know, yeah, that's honest, right. It's, it's going to be yeah. interesting, I think, to see, you know, the winners of all four ties, to be honest. Um, Farmer, though, I think... Have they're going to have their work cut out to win this one, aren't they? And yeah, retain the I trophy. So. Yeah, I think so, mate. I mean, it's. I mean, it could be the Ashes fourth Easter Monday in a row, Dave. Can it? Mm. I mean, yeah, that's a superb effort, mate. Do you think Dane mate was chucking in a few mind games, mate, in his interview? <laughs> Do you think? I thought no, he was like. You know, Halfway through their fixtures as well, so yeah, nuts, mate, isn't it? Nuts. I mean, I, when Dane first said about reaching 150 and, and or whatever it is, and to beat the record, I thought, what? Yeah. You know, but then when I, you know, obviously looking at the games, the stats, the numbers, yeah. well, yeah, they're well on course, aren't they? I mean, no, uh, mate. okay, they've, they've, got some, they've got some tricky yeah. games coming up, but um, you know, they're not going to score, you know, six or seven against the likes of. Uh, of Falmouth no. and Bodmin and, and Helston, are they? So, um, yeah. So. Uh, to be honest, Dave, I think if Ryan and Sam stay fit, mate, they'll, they'll do that. I reckon, don't you? Easy. Yeah, I noticed Glyn, manager of uh, County on Tuesday. Glyn kept Ryan Richards on as long as he could, but he did take him off before yeah. the end. But <laughs> yeah, what? what uh, where did the strikers go, Dave? I meant to ask you that, mate. On uh, on. In, in the Cornwall uh, game, Cornwall game started, it started with Jordan and Ryan yeah. up front with uh, uh, Amara Bakayoko on the right with Hayden Turner on the left. Um, right. So they had a you know pretty um, yeah. 
Wizzo front line as such to begin the game. Uh, Goldie came on yeah. half time. Um, yeah. Who else did they have? As, did they have any other strikers? Sam, Sam Houston. No, he, Sam he didn't. He didn't. Um, he wasn't there actually. He didn't make right. it. So, uh, so that eased the yeah. selection problem slightly. But um, yeah. So good photograph. That, uh, good photograph that Matt Friday took of. Uh, of Ryan and Goldie um, arm in arm after I think uh, perhaps they'd scored a goal in the second half um, yeah. so that was quite good to get the two ace strikers sure. but obviously on you know opposition Goldie. sides together for one yeah. uh, at least once in the season so but is yeah. it I um, mean, is it a two horse race in the league I mean I asked Dane that um, yeah Hundred goals there, mate, isn't it? Between those two, yeah, between these photos, yeah, yeah. 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 got to be hundred goals there. But yeah, I think so, Dave. I think if if we're being honest, mate, I think if we are being honest, now, mate, they're the two standout teams, mate. Your pick and my pick, mate, isn't it? Mm. At the start of the season, we both went for. I went for Alston, you went for Salt Ash, mate. So fallen out by the end of April, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it'll be uh no, it'd be a cracker day, wouldn't it? The run into the to the league, mate. I think it'd be like you said, make some exciting games, isn't it, to look forward to. Yeah. And of course up, so. one another one coming this Wednesday, isn't it? Halston against the Norstal. Yeah, that's a tough one as well, mate, isn't it? You know, you would you would fancy Halston to just nick it, but I mean you know, they they just played each other day, wouldn't they? So yeah. in line that I never really liked playing a team that close to Especially when it's a good side, mate. You know, you, it's hard to beat a good side twice, isn't it? In the space of a fortnight, really, isn't it? So yeah. that could that could be interesting, mate. That one, yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. so that's it um, as far as the interviews go. Um, no, I don't think you're catching a game down this part of the country uh, no. this weekend, are you? I'm off, mate. I'm off to see the older son, Ben, mate, at Cardiff this weekend. Dave, he, he goes to the uni up there, Cardiff Uni, and it's his birthday, mate, next Thursday, and it's Rachel's tomorrow, mate. So, uh, oh. or today, mate. Today, by the time the podcast goes out, mate, isn't it? So, so she's got yeah, a birthday so on a Friday fix? On a Friday fix birthday, mate, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we'll, well have to listen to uh, Yeah, thanks, Dave. I'll pass it on, mate. You we'll, we'll, sing we'll, happy birthday to her on, on here. Uh, I don't know, mate. We'll get Stevie Wonder to do that, mate. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we're off to, off to Bristol City, Birmingham tomorrow night. They've got tickets for that. Oh, that's a nice birthday present. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's a treat, a lady. Come on, mate, on a birthday. I said I'd make it up to her at Cardiff later the weekend, but I was going to try and sneak in uh, Swansea and Derby, mate, Saturday afternoon, but... I've got a feeling that I'm going to have to toe the birthday line, mate, I think, <laughs> this weekend, though. So, so, yeah, so I look forward to Bristol City tomorrow night. Anyway, mate, should be should be a good one, mate. You're going well, aren't they, Bristol City, mate? So, yeah, yeah hopefully it'll uh, be a good game, mate. But I bet it's nil-nil, Dave. Bet you, <laughs> bet you'll be nil-nil. And he's on Sky as well, mate. I was going, when I booked your tickets, I, I didn't realise that, so I'm a bit gutted, really. Oh. But, but, uh, but, yeah, so off to Cordiff, mate. You've been to Cordiff, mate? Have you been up around there, mate? Have I been to Cardiff? I've only been to Cardiff yeah. twice. Once was so long ago I can't remember being there. And the other time was when I went to watch Wales against Australia rugby match. Oh, yeah, rugby, yeah. Yeah, brilliant, mate, isn't it? The, 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 yeah, that's some atmosphere, mate, isn't it? And the old millennial, well, principality, mate, isn't it? Not millennial. Actually, I tell, a lie, I tell a lie, I tell a lie. I also went to watch 
the Spice Cup Girls. <laughs> Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Last <laughs> year, how could uh, I have forgotten that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spice Girls at the uh, at the stadium. Brilliant. Yeah, and they were oh, very yeah. good, actually. They were very good. Yeah. So, in fact, that, they were probably better than the rugby game because I I don't understand <laughs> rugby, even though I go and watch the occasional international. I have to say I don't understand the game. I end up watching the screen more than I do the pitch. So yeah, a few technicalities <laughs> like in there and the yeah. old rugby, so, the penalties and all. But yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah. Nice that quarter day. So looking forward to that, mate. Yeah. So, um, have a good one. Yeah. Um, as they say. Thanks, mate. I'm, I miss the old Cornish football, mate, but I'll be uh, looking at the old tweets, especially from Falmouth Town, so I'll ask Dave on Saturday. I'll be, I'll be glued to that one, mate, Saturday. Yeah, and I have to say, if anyone's um, around St Blasey on Sunday afternoon, uh, weather permitting, of course, because it's, uh, uh, you know, this storm that's likely to come in, it's uh, Cornwall the 16s are in action. They're home to Somerset. So uh, oh, awesome, that's mate. at um, St Blasey, two o'clock kickoff, I think it is. So, um, so the young lads, yeah, they're undefeated so far yeah. in the group, and if they win this one, I think they're well guaranteed a top two place or whatever it is. So uh, that'll be good. Yeah, so, yeah. So talented boys in that under sixteens, they didn't they? We we watched them, didn't we? I think we watched the half each, didn't we? One oh, of the yeah. friendlies at Blasey a while back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, I was quite impressed with them, mate. Yeah, quite impressed with them, mate. Thayer, Thayer's doing a good job there with the kids, mate, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, Thayer and yeah, Jamie Day and John Fabby are the two that are involved in the yeah, under sixteen. Yeah, John. So, yeah, well done, um, mate. Yeah, good lad, sir. So that's yeah. it. Where are you off, mate? Oh, where are you yeah, off, Saturday, mate? Where are we off? Where yeah. am I off? Where are you going to go? I think. I think I might just take in Farmer to get Sodash, to be honest. It's going to be a bit drab and dire game, isn't it? I know, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take it in. There's, there's no one there that you can, you know, suggest is going to score a goal. I mean, Richards, no. Hughes, you got Luke Braving. Okay, Luke Braving comes alive in the cup games. I mean... Yeah, he does, mate. Bruglino. Yeah. Bruglino, no, he's a free kick specialist. If you want to see a free yeah. kick, Tyler Harvey, go to David Bruglino. Yeah, he's scored a few beauties, mate. I've seen a few of them, Dave. Yeah. yeah. So, so plenty of goals um, at Bitcoin, plenty of crowd, I should imagine. Yeah, be great atmosphere, that one, mate. No flares, hopefully, Dave. No flares. It's just assault ash supporters, mate, wearing trousers as well, <laughs> mate, <isn't> wearing <laughs> jeans. <laughs> yeah. Nah, be a good one, mate. Be a good one, mate. Yeah, should be a good one. But for yeah. the moment, we are out of time. Time, mate. Yeah, nice to speak to you, Dave. Have a good weekend, mate, and and uh, speak to you next week, mate. Yes. Yep. Thanks, everyone. Fun. Everyone enjoy themselves over the weekend, and uh, well, that's it. We really are at time now, Rapper. I've got to go. Yeah. Cheers, Dave. All the best. Go safe in that storm. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Cornish Soccer Podcast.